mid conversation, like it's like a raw open with someone fighting in the in the in the stands. Yeah, because we and are live. I have learned, and I have definitely learned. Mm-hmm. And it's not just sports related; it's everything related. You know, the biggest issue with social media. What's that? You hear everybody's opinion. Everybody. And you supposed to give in. It's this idea that everyone's opinion is, you know, should be given weight. And it's like, that's not how life works. Like you go to school and it's kind of like you can't take certain classes until you've taken other classes. Like there's a minimum level of accomplishment that is expected. There's a minimum like, you know, level of success or competence that you're supposed to show or believe to show before they even let you in the door. Like you can't take algebra two if you didn't pass algebra one. And once you're in class, it's kind of like everybody might not be on the same level, but everybody's expected to at least be at the bare minimum to be able to do certain things. And that's how a lot of things normally work when you talk about stuff. Like you have an expectation that you have a minimum level of competence. You go on Twitter, ain't no test being, everybody's saying anything. And people just give weight because it's like, oh, well, he got a lot of followers. He got a check mark. It'd be some guy that's got an Eagles 45, 16 burst ever. <laughs> 3,000 followers. I'm supposed to believe what he said because he said, what's that? What's that tweet you always show? With that, that police sergeant? Oh, shit. Uh, just because you say it with confidence, oh. don't mean it's right. <laughs> just because you say it with conviction, don't mean shit to me. <laughs> yeah, and it's like people be saying stuff with conviction. It's like, oh, I said, it's like you have no quali- you have no qualifications whatsoever. You're just saying it. Yeah. And why? And it's like, we give weight to that. It's like, that's, that's the problem. I don't even get in discussions anymore. Like the problem is you try to get a nuanced discussion based on facts and principles. And you're going back and forth with a numbskull that's just trying to get their shit off. And not only that, you could easily be having a conversation with, you know, friends or people that, you know, civil one, it's going, it only takes one, one person to come in there and say, Something sideways off of what y'all are discussing. Well, you know, anything. It don't matter what it is. They're going to say the opposite just because. Not for real, no real reason. They're just I saying want, it. I want, I, want, I want attention. Yeah. Like it might, you know, like, you know, and you have no idea who you're tweeting. It might be a robot. It might be an eight. There's a lot of people on Twitter that's like 18, 19 years old. I'm 44. What am I doing getting a back and forth with a teenager? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's It's stupid. But we do it all the time. It's like people just like it. I see people that have a relative level of expertise going back and forth with numbskulls. And it's like, who's the servant? This is not serving anybody any purpose. It's not like us. And it's like, unfortunately, I see in a lot of stuff that we like, like we like sports, we like movies, we like wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a bunch of numbskulls. They got platforms. It's just talking. And they only believe what they say. They're just talking and we got to see it. And it's, and it's just, even the, even the fact of like seeing it irks me. Did you, I don't you probably saw it. I had put up that old picture, the 70s Marvel TV shows thing. And I was like, you think I'm going to be complaining about what Marvel bring out in 2023? Mm-hmm. So, Guy hit me in the DM. I don't know if he listened to the show or not, but this ain't no knock on you, bro, or nothing, but it's just like, he was just like, oh, you had to understand back then, you know, it was like kind of like scraps, basically. I'm just, you know, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was basically saying back then it was a lot different. You know, we didn't, they didn't have all the technology or whatever that we have now. Um, this still doesn't 
this still doesn't basically basically Mar- basically the end game of the conversation was I still believe that Marvels was a bad movie. My response, okay. my response, word. I just said word. I didn't even say nothing else back to him. He ain't said nothing back. That's I was just like word and question mark. And I'm like, why does he feel the way like slide in the DMs of a stranger? <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. You felt that strongly enough to check them, and I'm like, exactly. People just, and people do that. Like they, I can see when they do it online because like I, I want to be seen. I want to be known. I want people to see me doing it when nobody else says except for the person. That is some, that is some insane behavior. Hey. And it's like, what did you think he was going to come? Oh, I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> like, like you don't think I know? No, I wasn't watching those shows back then, but I vaguely remember them because I was a little kid. So I vaguely remember some of that stuff, but not too much. And I'm just yeah, like, I, I, I'm not going to complain. See. Like, I just know the thing is now to complain on everything, to bag on everything from music to movies to winning team. Like I told you before, we used to be in a time where we would cheer excellence in sports. But uh-huh. the way the world works now, nah, nah. Y'all built up the Warriors to tear them down. Y'all yes. built up LeBron to get your jokes off. Y'all yes. built up in the numerous people, numerous teams, and they're just like, nah, we gotta get these jokes off. They winning too much now. Huh? Yeah, the world different. Or oh, maybe I'm hey, maybe I have become that old man to just, I just see shit different now. So I'm just like, nah, it ain't for me. And it's okay to get your jokes off here and there. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but I just see it like people actively, actively do this. Yes, and that's what people do, and people just assume, like, you know, listen to me because I'm saying it with my chest. I'm right. Like, the only person was saying it's chest, and I see that now. Like, I see, it's a lot of, it's it's a lot of talk. you, you wrong, I'm right, I got based, 10, yeah, yeah, I got, off, yeah, based off what? I got 20,000 followers, they gonna, they gonna look at me, they gonna listen and to me. The most arrogant thing is when you, I can see doing that fans, you know, the other fans, like you tell the professionals, like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. The eat Nick Sirianni to listen to what I say. Why? Who are you? Oh. You make an opinion. Like, I think they need to do this and this. Cause what this is doing a lot where I'm like, you don't know what they see. You're not around. Like what? Like what gave you the right to do that? None of these I have never seen these people rise up from the position to be office coordinators. Let me tell you. The closest one I saw, NBA. Um, John, I don't know if you remember his name, John Hollinger. He's like, he used to be an analytics guy. And he turned that into a cottage industry. He worked his way up and the Grizzlies hired him as a general manager. And you know what he's doing now? He right back being an analytics guy. (sighs) Yes. Doing his job because it's a lot different when you're you have consequences of your actions and that is the biggest thing that's a turn off because both of us in positions where we have responsibilities as human beings both in home life and our job life like mm-hmm. people expect like people listen to us for a reason and our actions have consequences if we do something wrong we tell somebody to do something and our judgment's not right it can lead to bad things bad things. so when you do that you move differently because you know your stuff have weight most people don't have, they don't got responsibility anybody but themselves. It's like them being wrong is, is irrelevant. Like they can say whatever they want. If they wrong, oh, oh I mean, well, I ain't the professional, but you tell them professionals. <laughs> you out there making a cottage industry saying they need to listen to me. Why? Like 
it may be stuff that I watch when I watch a movie I disagree with. Who am I to tell the director how to make a damn exactly? Movie? Oh, you should have used more lighting and what? I'm huh? not in the industry, huh? I should have what? Yeah, I can say something's. I can say if I like something, not I can say something good or not. But tell us somebody how to do it, and and I don't know how to do it. It's like that's just that is extreme arrogance that I. I do not have. I am a professional in a position that took a whole lot of skill to do. So I understand how hard it is to do certain type of jobs. So even if I disagree with somebody, I do not have just the hubris to be on there. They need to do this. And I like based off what? Because you said so. Yeah. Because you said so. And if they doing this wrong, then what? Oh, I don't know. Like if, because guess what? If a coach makes the wrong choice, you get fired. If you make the wrong choice, that shit don't matter. That shit does not matter. Skip Bill has been wrong how many times? Oh, countless. Man, that man lived in a big ass house doing just fine. Countless. Him being wrong is irrelevant. He does not be, need to be right. He just needs to entertain. He nah. doesn't make extra money being right. And that's all of them. Extra- that's all yeah, of them. From all, Stephen A. Smith I mean, to, to yeah. Shannon. It's, like, it's not their job to do that. Like, it's plenty. Of, and even the analysts who's paid to do that, do the research. They don't get fired if they want. They get fired if they become born or they say some racist shit. Or it's like a budget cut. But most of the time, this is people that I've been watching people be wrong for a long ass time. And it makes yeah. no difference. Like, I can't remember the last time I heard Terry Bradshaw say something that was just like thought provoking as far as strategy wise. He ain't there for that. And I'm, I'm going to choose to believe anybody who l- listened to this show that we know personally, like, Y'all got to stop adding people. And I'm talking about from sports people, sports teams, sports players, wrestlers, analysts. Y'all got to stop tweeting people and tell them, if you want to tell them like happy birthday or whatever, yeah, okay, cool. But I seen some people try to tweet like, oh, you should have A, B, C, or D, huh? Now, I'm sure somebody runs their, you know, X account, Twitter account or whatever. But still, just the gall to, Tweet somebody your advice or what you would have did. And then that clap back, well, what you doing? Where you work at? How much money you got? When those, you know, when shit like that get thrown back at you, you can't play the victim. Come on. Don't do that I shit. Mean, there's a cottage industry of amateurs telling professionals what to do to pay for it. <laughs> professionals just looking at them like, oh, that's that's nice. Like, every time I see these analysts on Twitter and they got the breakdowns, I'm like, y'all get y'all sending your kids to college based off stuff that you cannot prove. Yeah, yo, that, that, that has no weight whatsoever. It's like no one ever because somebody call y'all on it, it don't make a difference. Like y'all and y'all are making careers out of it, where it's like you being right or wrong has no weight whatsoever. It literally does not matter. You just need people to see you. And to me, that is so damn wild to me. Like if you was a if you was a plumber and every time you work on somebody's stuff, somebody toilet blew up. You ain't gonna be a plumber that long, you know. You know, I think it's you know I think it's a thing of social media. When social media social media got bigger, everything else got bigger too. Because it was a time where you saw a sports analysts and were like, "Nah, it was." Trust me, I was thinking it's, it was always bad. It was, yeah, yes. I trust me. I remember when Randall because I tweet about this because somebody I was like people wonder if it was always like this or worse. It was worse back in the day. I remember Randall Cunningham was getting criticized on 
sports radio and a newspaper because he came back and he had gold tip shoelaces and they was calling him a prima donna and a diva talking about he really didn't care about the team i want you to think about how stupid that fucking sounds yeah that sounds mighty stupid they used to do stupid shit all the time they used to but it's like it used to be a lot more dumb where it's like i don't know if they got the brain capacity to play quarterback calling people monkeys like like stuff they used to be a lot more bigoted it used to be a lot more like heavy-handed it was always complaining we just you just heard about in different things the difference is you hear more people and mm. you hear it all the time and it was like back in the day you had to search for it. like the most time you heard stupid shit was in the barbershop or if you turn to sports talk radio now you can it is just inundated with you 24 7 like all like when I used to watch movies, I watched the movies. I didn't learn like you had to go. It took a lot more effort to know about the behind the scenes stuff. Oh yeah, it does. Work. It's like now you can see everything. Yeah, because they get like, everybody and everybody say they're experts. Like well, I ain't experts. No, and it's like we know we hear too much and we see too much, and we don't have the nuance to understand exactly what we're seeing and understanding. But we have to give it weight. We have to. We feel like we have to give comments so we like part of society. It's like you don't have to, but we do it anyway. And everybody just so confident. And it's it's not me, men. And a lot of times it's white and it's so with their whole chest. I know what I'm doing. That person don't. And it's just wild. Where it's like, and the things they do is like they will never get called on it. Uh, and it's because somebody called me like, well, I'm just saying, I'm just breaking down what I see. It's like, how do you know what you're seeing is right? Like you don't know, you just assuming, and you making a whole lot of something like you making a whole lot of assumptions that don't match with reality. Like I, I'm an Eagles fan, and I'm laughing all these people telling like they, Nick Sirianni need to listen to me. Why? Why? <laughs> ba- fucking like, what? Based off what? Like because I'm been, right. <laughs> he has been a coach. This is his third year. He's been a playoffs the first two years he went. He just went to the Super Bowl. His team is currently had the best record league. He need to listen to you. Why? Like, I, I, and not just him. Okay, let's just say he went to the Super Bowl. Maybe tell Andy Reid that. Too. I'm like, why Andy Reid need to listen to some dude on Twitter? Boy, like, I remember who, motherfuckers when Andy Reid started. He started using. He needed to start using the run game. Boy, that was the thing. Everybody would say that shit. And it's just like. Why? Why? Like I'm, I, and it's funny where I'm in a job. I, I wish somebody would try to tell me what I need to do with my job. Mm. I, and I'm glad. I don't think that's ever happened. And I'm just part of me just waiting, like Batman at Christmas Eve, like sitting in the chair in the dark. I would love for somebody to tell me you need to do this. I'm like, let's just say, off, based off, based off what? Let's just say I've had that happen a time or two. And it's always hilarious to somebody if somebody's there to see it. It's yeah, it's interesting because I have a few choice words, and then you know it is what it is. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Never know who's listening. <laughs> like it's just I'm like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what you? What we doing? Mm-hmm. You're telling a, you're telling a, a pilot how to fly. Like, like, I mean, I've seen people like mansplaining ast- space to astronauts, so I'm I'm not surprised people do that. It's just it's just so insulting to me. Like I feel like Doctor Doom, like 
How dare you? Hey, listen. Like, what, are you what are you doing? Uh, a small story. Going to tell the shortest story ever. Basically, somebody had did it to me. I asked the guy. Uh, I said, hey, you know, um, what is it you do? He goes, huh? I said, what is it you do? He told me. I said, okay. I said, how would you like it if I came to your job and tell you how to do your job? Shut him the fuck up quick. And then he shook my hand. He's like, oh, I wasn't really trying to come at you like that. I was just, you know, nah, I understand. I know. I understand exactly what you were trying to do. And I just had to retort to what you said. So, yeah. Yeah. People will try. I'm glad that it happened at you at your job because your job is super serious and mm-hmm. life or death. So, like, I have literally saved lives. And I've, uh, Thomas, like, I don't never, you ever see me getting back and forth talking about medicine on Twitter? No, no, I don't see you do you that. Know, you know why I do that? Because why would I do that? What's the point? Yeah, it would be no like, point to do that. Oh, 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 come on. Like, I've, I've been. I've been doing my job for 13 years. I've been studying science since I was like 11 and I'm in my forties. The only time I see you get testy uh, when you got testy before was when that whole COVID shit was like in the heightened and people would say stupid shit sideways. Yeah. And, Cause I like, and that's, and that boy, it is so many people. That's one thing about COVID. We got the lead in the movie doing was like, it is nothing like trauma to show people show you how people really move it's like it's a lot of people that i that got exposed to be moving nasty in life and it's like i had no idea now and ever since then it's like i look at a lot of people differently even people i call friends i'm like because people saying like oh so you shouldn't judge i'm like yes you can choose to judge people based on whatever you want based on how they move and as a medical professional I understand that I have a level of expertise and knowledge that people don't have. But when it's something basic that's been proven and you just decide to just go be contrary and you not listen to people who actually like know what they're doing, how can I be like, oh, well, you know, beyond that, I'm, you cool. I'm like, that's making me not trust your judgment in a lot. We're not talking about eating steak. <laughs> well, a medium rare or anything like that, or if you put salt in your eggs or something like that. It's like, imagine somebody say, I don't wear no helmet when I drive a motorcycle. What the fuck all that? <laughs> I, I die anyway if I crash. What's the difference? When you look at them differently? Absolutely. So, somebody arguing about if seatbelts work mm-hmm. or if you know, is, are cigarettes really bad for you? Say, say something that's just off the damn wall. It's like, it ain't somebody saying, you know, oh, well, you know, I don't know about complaining about different type of diets that's one thing that's you know that that's a level of disagreement that has enough wiggle room we can understand if somebody's talking about i think the earth flat why, why am i trusting you uh you're, yeah. you're an adult what else you what else, whatever wild stuff you thinking yeah so that's yeah that's how COVID was for me it's like i'm sitting here and i'm like and then they're like well how do you know i'm like because that's my job like i have used a microscope in my life before hey like i'm not some regular old dude that's coming with a regular opinion even if i did if i had knowledge about that like i could be a regular dude and be not arguing about is water good for you you arguing drugs to somebody whose job is drugs and you said that because some dude with a beard and a usb mic said something on an Instagram story, <laughs> I'm gonna take you seriously. It's like based off what? Why would I do that? Like, what are we doing? So yeah, after that, it's like I, I see people say say stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I see it on Twitter. I see it on Instagram. And you know what? I'm either gonna laugh at them or I ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah. I'm like, what's the what's the point? 
That's the point. Yes. Um, what? Go away. And it's just like that. That is. It's a shame that that's where we reached that. It's, but it's always been like that. It's just easier now because you have more avenues to do it. And it's like, especially when you monetize just being loud and being seen. And it's like, you don't have to know what you're doing. You don't have to be good at it. You just have to, you just have to be confident about it. And it just irked me. What's like, it's the arrogance that, that bothers Fake me. it till you make it. Fake it till you make yeah. it. Because fuck. No, let me choose my words carefully. Like, I have a lot of respect for just in general black wrestling community. I have a lot of respect for it. Just that just the black wrestling community itself, right? Now there's people within that community that do awesome jobs. We know a few. Um we have friends that do it, and it's just that what irks me, I think, now more than anything, that I'm seeing people want this love or affection for what they do. How can you want that when you just copy and paste? That's the wildest shit I've ever seen. I saw somebody legitimately arguing about, well, I've been doing this for two or three years, blah, blah, blah. I'm just as good as y'all favorites. And I'm like, huh. Okay. That's interesting. Now, are you really good at what you do? Yeah, I mean, you may feel like you're good at you do, but it's something that may not be catching folks for whatever reason, or it just might not be your time right now. Are you doing it for the love for the love for what you do? Or are you doing it to get love? Like, I don't get behind this microphone and podcast with you pretty much almost every week because I'm looking for a check. It's because it's fun. And other shit that happens outside of that is just, you know, it just happens. It's like the manscape thing. It just happens. Uh, other offers just happens. So it's weird to me when I see people, especially in that community, get so rattled or upset because their light is not as bright as the next person to them or somebody's not, for joy. somebody's not lifting them up. And I, and I, I've, I've came to the conclusion that, that's not a community that I want to be a part of because it's too much of that. It's too much of that part of you know, it. It's funny. You bring that up. And it's like the whole, your friends don't let you go. You know, what I learned about that. Cause they used to bother me. It's like, it's multiple could be reasons. One, your friends just take you for granted. Not in a bad way. It's just, Oh, that's the homie. I don't think about it. He just all no. doing all the time. I don't need to gas him up. Yeah. 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 Doing it. And it's like strangers don't know you. So they have a different viewpoint Two. Your friends might just hate your guts. God <laughs> and damn. Just, and, get je- and get jealous. Like they might not like you that much. Really? Like, they like you. I mean, you'd be surprised how many people they like you as long as you're at a certain level. level. That's uh... comfortable. And once you pass that and they make them look at a certain way, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's shining. All that. We see that in TV. We see it all the time in life. They're having real life all the time. Mm. And it's like they, people's like, oh, I'm be comfortable because it's like, yeah, maybe your friends ain't really your friends. Hey, you know. I had to learn that shit in my early 20s. It was a hard pill to swallow, but that's my early 20s really developed how I gain friendships now because the ones that you think rhyme with you really ain't. But, you know, you all kind of right about that, too, because I don't think I asked. I don't, I don't really ask none of my friends to listen to the show. 
to retweet this. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't ask for it. Like if we do, it's cool. If you don't, you know what? You ask them, and they don't do it. Do it. You feel a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. I never wanted that, so that's why I never did that. The only closest thing I come to that is maybe. Asking Rich do he we want to be on the show or asking Cam do they want to be on the show. That's about it. But outside of that, you know, it's I always felt weird about it for some way. I don't know why. But and I ain't I even haven't like it's been a reason, like, well, first of all, my health wise is why I haven't really jumped on another wrestling episode, done another done another one. Me and Manny trying to work out some things to do it. But now that urge to really want to do it. Is it in there no more? And it isn't because I don't enjoy wrestling, right? It's because if we do it, we want to do it because we want to do it. And y'all can get it from so many avenues. There's nothing about what me and him going to do or say that's going to stick out unless you just enjoy listening and talking to us because you've heard it all week or all month regurgitated the same things. So, um, and I just... I don't know. The community is just like it's just it's a it's a it's a good thing and a bad thing. I just see I see, but I always see more bad than good because it's mostly more bad than good. The Got to be the good, and the good is kind of segregated into a small pocket, and then that be, they become very gate is gatekeeper. Yes, yes, because and like you become successful is like it can't help yourself. That whole it just it just happens. It's natural, like. People give my voice credit, so I feel like what I say goes, and my voice has weight. So if you don't have that type of support, why should I listen to you? It's like it's that works to a certain extent, but then it's kind of like it's a lot of people that got real big platforms that have no business. I mean, like Joe Rogan is considered a medical expert because he has a very large platform. Baseball, I'm like, come on now, that's some scary. What's, business. The, what's, the, what's that mean? Like you gotta think about David. All that large platform means you have a large platform, whether it's justified or not. And we got way too many people position of power that have very large spheres of influences that have no business doing it. We give weight to that. We give weight to people based on popularity or based on money. And it's like that ain't how it work. And um, let me say, do that. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm, I'm gonna put some light on it. Uh, they don't do the show anymore, but uh, Jay and Keita. And it was cool, like, you know, a man and a woman, black, both black, doing a wrestling show. And I always told her, I said, yo, y'all are really good at what y'all do. They had the whole setup and everything or whatever, whatever. But for whatever reason, you know what I mean? They just ain't get the shine that I think they deserve. Maybe it's just me that I think they deserve that. But they were putting in mad work. And, you know, whatever, whatever happened, and they don't do the show no more. But still, it was just like a really good show that I felt like needed some light on it. Or somebody to be like, yo, these motherfuckers got something right here. We need to check them out. And it's like shows like that. And they never beg nobody to listen to this show or nothing. This is me just personally telling them that. I haven't told them that after it ended. Like, yo, you know, yo, y'all do, maybe y'all will come back and do something later or whatever. But it was just like, damn, those one of the shows that you want to see prosper. Because it's like, you know, you don't really get too much of that and it was never you know those idiotic conversations they were always kind of spazzed out some weeks they would do like just a months they would do an independence uh and talk about you know people out there that people didn't know and all that stuff you know they would switch it up or whatever it wasn't like the same thing every week um and i see a lot of other people like i don't listen to all the wrestling shows now because you know 
just because it's just so much. And I hate for those people who don't get the light to deserve it. You know, they really just don't get it because I think that does bother people. And then eventually they just quit. They're like, I don't want to do this shit no more. All right, I mean, most people don't get what they deserve, and a lot of people do is based off. That's true. But That's um, true. the fun, the funny thing is, and I just because we about to start our show, I just laugh, and that's something that I had to accept. Luck has a lot more to play into it than we like to give credit for, and people like to, and people have an issue discounting luck because that whole thing is, oh, I worked hard. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so what? You know, people work hard and never matter. That's also true too. And but people have this whole thing because they feel like they feel like it it discounts their journey. Where it's like you can't just say it's just luck because I ain't work hard. If I would have made them like you don't know that you don't know like like yes I would never tell nobody not to work hard. But if you just assume you can just work your way to success, it's like no, you cannot. You you can't do that without circumstance. Something's got to fall your way. Yeah, but. You got to be born in the right place at the right time with the right parents. Like, I tell people all the time, it's some guy, it's probably a rice farmer in Cambodia right now working his ass off. And when he died, nobody going to remember him. True that. Who fault is that? Is it his fault? Don't, if he lucky, maybe his family appreciate him when he gone. He get an extra piece of fish at dinner and he add the community, but he might be a breaking his back. Nobody knows. There's a lot of people, immigrants, like made it, you know, I went to med school because my dad, you know, came over here, had to learn the language and was a janitor. He worked till his back broke. And the only person that's going to appreciate that is you. If you don't have kids, then nobody going to know. Except for the the floor being clean. He worked hard. Where would lead him? If he lucky, he might have a little bit better. If he's lucky, if he don't get called to board and get sent back, if he don't get shot, is that his fault? So he just happy born somewhere. Like he born somewhere and a border told him, you can't have this. You can't do that. Oh, why is it? Yeah. So I, and I laugh because I, I see on social media, people get, people get real touchy when they, they no, I ain't want to look. I bootstrap myself. I'm like, all right, no, you just have to be pretty and you have to be in the right place where you found a lane that people appreciated because you was convinced, you was conventionally attractive and you were pleasant enough. And the work did that because if you did all that and you looked a certain way, you ain't making it. If you did all that and you was born in a certain certain location, you ain't do that. It's it's a whole lot of people that can become the world's best neurosurgeon or chemist and they gonna make it because they was born somewhere. People drop bombs on them. And they born somewhere they be in traffic. How you gonna out? How you gonna outwork that? How you gonna yeah. work? If I work yourself hard enough, I'm gonna overcome mental issues or physical issues or like extreme poverty it don't work that way and we like we like telling ourselves that just in case where we make it we feel better i never i had i could just i could say that whole bootstrap stuff i want based on my background i don't do that can you want to know why i have to be born the right time with the right parents who stress education and i happen to have a brain and i happen to not get shot and not get arrested because i got a whole lot of friends just might have been just as smart me, smarter than me. Might have good parents, or maybe the parents weren't good enough. Or they took a wrong turn one day, but they made one wrong choice and they just caught up with them. Most of my success had to do with my parents being born in America at the right time frame and luck, dumbass luck. And I have no problem saying that because that doesn't discount what I do. 
because I still had to put the work in. But I realized well, I could put the work in and they never make it. Well, let, well, you know what? Let me close off with this. This is what I'm going to say. So, whatever you're doing out there, do it for you. Don't do it to sit with the cool kids. Don't do it because you think it's going to bring you fame and money or whatever. Just do it because you love to do it. Because at the end of the day, you know what I mean? You're either going to enjoy what you do or you're going to hate what you do. Eventually, you're going to hate what you do. And you never want to hate what you do. And communities are communities. It's always going to be rotating. Maybe your time hasn't come yet. And that's okay if it hasn't come. And maybe it'll never come. Just ask yourself, am I going to be okay if I'm doing this and nothing never comes from it? If you can, cool. If it's going to bother you, then you might want to get out now. All right. So we are about to start this film. We are going to play this trailer and then we'll start talking about Rush Hour 2. Somewhere in the Far East, a deadly crime ring is about to trigger an international crisis. But they didn't plan on this. I wish they all could be California chicken's live, okay? I like them dead, deep fried. You ever heard of Popeyes? I want to show him a good time. Hong Kong style. You get a massage from Chinese girl before? Oh, I got to add out. Oh, let me get her. Her in the black. Her in the pink. Hey, baby. Hurry up. Hey, what's wrong with you? You don't jump in front of a black man in a buffet line? Lee. What? Now I'm on vacation. I don't know him. I'm sorry, man. God, uh... There's two million Chinese people here. Let one of them be your partner. Now. Lee! Kinda. Ah! Don't worry. Chinese bamboo is very strong. The vacation may be over. I'm finna give you an LAPD But the fun. I'm an undercover agent. Show us a badge or something. Show it again. Is just beginning. What the hell are we doing in Vegas? We got the Mac out, man. We can't go in there like this. What does it mean, Mac out? Nothing touches this body but pure silk. Absolutely. Would your partner like to be wrapped in silk as well? Because personally, I really enjoy it when couples dress alike. I'm going to go make a big commotion. Then you make your move. You got it? This one is for Mandela. <laughs> this summer, have fun. Get ready. You want some of this? Egyptian style, girl. Come on. For a second rush. Mmm, it smells good. With the master of smash and the talker of trash. I don't even know why the hell I'm even here. I ain't even Chinese. Uh-oh. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. Woo! Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World presents Hood Classics, and we was rambling at the beginning. You already know who it is. Uh, I'm yeah, still she. laughing that you understand the words. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, pick this week: Rush Hour Two, uh, two thousand and one. Yeah, two thousand and one. Uh, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker said, "Let's do it again." And 
box yeah. office said, let's do it again. So yeah, the yeah. highest grossing movie of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the best movie of the franchise. Yes, my favorite. Like if I had a, a lot if, of people have a soft spot for part three for something. I see that lately now, yeah. or maybe it's just Twitter and I'm just always seeing no, clips from I, it. Yeah, I think it's like three has some real good highs, but it's a choppy movie. And it and it's probably the one that ate it's funny, that's the one that came out the latest. It's the one that probably aged the worst. Um, but no, it's the second of the franchise. Same director, Brett, Brett Ratner. $90 million budget made $347 million. $90 million for a comedy. And it's insane. <laughs> it's like, you, let me put it this way. I doubt you'll see a number like that for a comedy anytime soon. Mm, that's facts. Like, like that is, I mean... That's one of the things that have changed. It's like you used to spend a lot. Of, you used to spend a lot more comp money on comedies. You know, and I want to say up until the 2010s, because I want to say once like the 2010s came, it was like you had to go real cheap on comedies like that because it's like they don't really do a lot of action comedies that unless it's on Netflix. Like Game Night was like the last big one I remember that was like in the movie theater because it's like we used to do them like. These and like Twenty One Jump Street was action comedies. They spent a lot of money on. But it's like once that was done, that was that's kind of it. All right, I'm gonna look it up now. I'm gonna see. I want to see how much the bottoms. Uh, how much did he, how much money they spend making that movie? I'm sure it's like, like I bet you made. I bet you less than ten million dollars. I bet you. Good fucking. Uh, good fucking. Uh, eleven point three. Eleven point yeah. three. Yeah, at most you most you might get is like twenty. Yeah, you ain't getting no $90 million comedy. <laughs> no, that shit ain't happening. Yeah, can you gotta look back. I'm surprised No Hard Felt was $45 million. That's like, mm. Jennifer Lawrence probably got yeah. 15 of it. 10 or 15. Yeah. So, but no, this is this is definitely my favorite Rush Hour movie. This is the, I saw this in the theater. Yeah, me too. I definitely got this on DVD. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's such a fun ass. Hold up. It hold, still, still holds up. Because uh, Chris Tucker's there to fish out of water. So it's just funny there seeing him running around <laughs> trying to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trying to be like, you know, I can do this, but now nah, you out, you out, you out your depth on you, this one. You know, you know what's funny? They basically switch roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, not only does Chris Tucker is like, it's, it's on Jackie Chan home turf, at least for the first half of the movie. It's like, Jackie Chan is the one with the love interest. Yeah, out there doing a the side thing. And you know what? A funny thing about the Rush Hour series was that all the movies involve Chris Tucker again and Jackie Chan business because all three antagonists <laughs> have history with Jackie Chan character. Chris Tucker don't got enough to do with Ricky Tan or it, or I mean he, he did he had to do with a June Tile. Or, I um, mean, he did fuck up Ricky Tan laptop. But why is Ricky like? <laughs> The whole thing is why he get involved with that in the first place. Because he's the homie. Because Jackie yeah. was the homie. That's, yeah, that's Ricky Tan. Like, they, all, they all have history. Yeah, I know what you Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. And it's like Chris Tucker out there, like, I'm just on for the ride. And it's like seeing Chris Tucker in Hong Kong, where it's like he definitely fish out of water, but I'm going to act like I'm just moving. Yeah, you're talking about passport bros. <laughs> this man is moving like, you know what? I know this ain't my place, but I'm moving like, I'm. I can get down anywhere. I'm the man. 
I'm the man. They, and it's funny. They kind of looking at him like the women, like, I don't know my ass on the men. Like it went from, I'm laughing at you to like, are women showing you a little too much attention? We don't like, uh, especially uh, in the bar when he's doing the Michael Jackson uh, impersonation. And you can see the chemistry definitely busts out between the two. Mm. And it's like, it's, they establish that you're friends. Cause like the first one was like, you got to grow to that. This one's like, we already homies. And I can't even think about my favorites. It's so many good scenes in this movie. Yeah. A lot. Like it ain't just one for me. It's like numerous. So like you could talk about the, you know, when they're at the karaoke bar, you talk about when they're out there about to get massages, the fights, you talk about when they're on the, when they're on the boat, the whole scene with <laughs> the restaurant with Don Cheadle, all the nonsense with Jeremy Piven when they out here getting new fits. Wait a minute. Don Cheeto, the original Kung Fu Kenny, and Jeremy Piven. Man, this shit, I don't know why. I mean, because time is going past and we know what they are now, who they are now. It's just like, that shit's more funnier now. It's just, it's wild thinking about that where it's like, yeah, Don Cheeto is in here for a cameo. Kung Fu Kenny. And it's just out here, I'm going to play, that's basically the role I'm playing. Like it's just uncredited. I'm just doing this because I guess Chris Tucker the homie. I wanted or oh, I want to do a movie with Jackie Chan. IMDB says he will only take the role if he could fight Jackie Chan. So that just that, show yeah. forget like how much like Jackie Chan was the man for a long time. It's like considering he's still the man now, that shouldn't be hard to believe. But it's like it's funny the, the stuff you can pull where it's like it paid to, it paid to be nice in Hollywood. Cause you yes. just have a lot of friends just pop up. Like mm-hmm. as we have learned with um what's his name kevin smith oh yeah hey ben, can you come in my ben affleck can you come in my movie sure yeah i mean for the last film it was a little he was scared but that's just only because so much time and went past and they didn't talk he didn't know so I mean, well, like, when you friends you friends but yeah. just seeing that and then jeremy Piven was just <laughs> it's wild watching that like seeing jeremy Piven and entourage and the stuff he's also done like and then seeing him in this movie just being a complete 180 is it wrong for me to say he really nailed that no he nailed it yeah like this is this way this role would play a lot differently now yeah yeah that's what i look and we know and the funny thing is as we talked about a rush hour these movies doesn't both age well and definitely don't age well it's like the funny thing about the rush hour movies is the the more recent ones are more racist. Yeah, like the further time go, the worse. Normally, you think about oh, you know, maybe they even out, they mellow out. Like no, it goes reverse. Yeah, I don't think a lot and, of things will fly, especially that Jeremy Piven character. Oh, nothing. But I don't think I don't think it was mean spirited. Now I will say that. No, it was not mean spirited in a way, but it was the way that we definitely treated gay characters back then. It was like that was the the normal thing for a long time, especially during that time frame, where it's like, yes, if you're going to be the gay character, you're going to be sassy and effeminate. <laughs> and it's just wild, where it's like, Chris Tucker is 15% homophobic, but just enough where it's like, you can laugh, but not enough to like, he bullying them. It's like, you know. Just get it closed. <laughs> yeah, because he called Twinkle, Twinkle Toes or Sugarfoot or something. something yeah, I can't you, remember what he said exactly. Yeah, something way out of pocket but that's this movie you know the movie is good with that and it's funny you talk about that like you know like john lone got nominated for oscar for the last emperor he he was in that remember that movie war with um jetley and 
Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. He's one of them. That's his, I think that's his last Hollywood movie he did. He was, he's the main villain in that movie. Yeah. Ricky Tan. <laughs> my man, my man Ricky Tan. He used to work with my dad. He he joined the triad. Like I was a cop. And then I joined the triad and got your dad killed. <laughs> Basically, I gotta switch teams. That is wild. And it's funny how they do a reverse thing of Rush Hour 1 where Rush Hour 1, the main villain is a white man that has like Chinese back as a Chinese front. And this movie, the main villain is a Chinese man with a white man as the front. Right. Maybe and that's white, why. And then when a white man try to get over, it's like, oh, fuck all that. You know what? Maybe that's the maybe might be the pushback on the third installment where it was like, just kind of like a whole new story. So people were kind of like, huh? I mean, the pushback on the third one was like one that comes out six years later. Yeah, that too. And then it felt and it felt like a money grab. Where it's like you hadn't seen Chris Tucker since Rush Hour Two, and you hadn't seen Jackie Chan in three years either. It's like that was the only people, the only reason people went to see Rush Hour Three is because they like Rush Hour Rush Two, Hour One, One and Two. Because that's a that is a sizable gap. And I remember when it came out, I remember people was like, "Yeah, it's like, well, they, they, Rush Hour did this because he tried to get paid." If Rush Hour Four really do happen. That's going to be interesting to see how they play that. I mean, considering the fact that Billy Hill's Cop 4 is coming out next year. And motherfucking Eddie Murphy. Never mind. We're not yeah. we talking about this. You know what it is. Yes. You know, like, oh, and I cannot talk about like everything there between Rush Hour 1 and Rush Hour 2 is like they upgrade mm-hmm. differences because like they got Yi Zhang right after Crouching Tiger Hitting Dragon. Like this is her next. This is her first movie she did after she become a superstar. Like they got her the right time when she right. come up, and it is funny where she barely have any lines. It's mm-hmm. like she's out here just tormenting Chris Tucker. Yeah, fucking with him. Had that man in the blunder. Really it's just it's just wild doing that because this whole men don't fight women. She watch why every time they see she kicking the shit out that man. Just for no reason. I mean, he was in the way. Get out of here. Just no reason. Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, how dare you talk to me, Black? I'm a, I'm a sock. I'm a donkey kicking square in your face. Yeah, man. And having like, like, and then like, and just seeing her there, like, I saw Cross the Tiger Hidden Dragon. Yeah, me too. Awesome movie. And yes. it's funny, like, you know, you blow up, it's like, okay, you do a Hollywood movie. The fact that her first movie after that is Rush Hour 2 is hilarious because it's kind of like how that conversation go? What conversation? Jackie Chan was like, I, you know, was Jackie Chan the go-between between that? Did Brett Ratner watch Crouch and Tiger Hidden Dragons? Like, yes, I need her. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that was more of a Jackie thing. Hey. Yeah. That's like they got hurt off exact right time. You know what I always felt about these movies with the first one and second one? It just feels like everybody's having fun. Yeah, they're fun movies. Yeah, it just you feel it. Yeah, like they having a good time. Like it's a you know, it's not a it's a action comedy. The storyline is simple. And you basically see you basically watch these movies to see Jackie Chan do his thing and Chris Tucker do his thing, and people bounce off of him. And I have talked long enough, and now I'm going to talk about it's not the most important thing in the movie, but it's something that I need to disclose. Okay. Now, I am not a person that be acting all thirsty and lusty on the podcast because that's not me. I have to call. But I'm going to say this right Boy, now. Boy, you've been called out by numerous people, but go ahead. 
they they lying. <laughs> no, boy, they got you. A, they got they, you. They are lying. Like I said, I might say it once or twice. That's it. I ain't like uh, uh, But I'm going to say this right now. I cannot give proper weight to how big a crush I had on Rosalind Sanchez. Because, Jesus. <laughs> like, let me tell you something, man. You know how they talk about that thing on Twitter talking about show a picture like when a woman, like, Somebody was just look at their best on cinema, mm-hmm. and you can't go wrong because beauty is infinite. All right. This movie made me watch. I saw you remember that movie when um Cuba Gooding Jr. boat boat cruise boat trip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that movie. You know why I saw that movie? Rosalind Sanchez, because she was in it. Yeah, that's the only reason. That's the reason why I watched it. And it was like people, and this is an era where it's like. Everybody was beautiful from Hollywood. It's like there are, yeah, as we talked about it, there are levels. And she is just drop dead gorgeous in this damn movie. And the funny thing about this movie is you can believe Jackie Chan pulled her. I have no idea how that how they played that. How that yeah, for some reason it works. I don't know how it, it does. It has no business working. But it does. And the funny thing is, he kind of played cool at the end where it's like, you know, yeah, I call her if I call her. And it, and the funny thing out of this, and this would make me hate Rush Hour 3, how they write out, oh, you know, she got shot and she had a well, a, a drop, droopy eyelid or something, how they had to explain why they're not together. And I was like, just say she busy doing something. But I'm like, she is just amazing. Like, one, she, she just has this energy about her where it's like, you can't take your eyes off her. And boy, her and her and Z Jane are beefing. <laughs> yeah, she threw that shit at the app. Yeah, I was like, oh be shit. Be careful with that Be careful with that knife, hey, bitch. bitch. You might cut yourself. And it's like, you act like she don't speak English. It's like, yeah, I know what you say. Mm-hmm. And it's just wild where it's like she's basically and it's almost the same thing. Like, I'm getting these people out my way so I can do my real job. Cause they out here messing up my job and then they come and save the day at the end. And it's just, and it's funny where Jackie Chan has a love interest and Chris Tucker out here, like, you know, trying, but not cop blocking. Cause trust me, that is that scene with him in the damn binoculars in the camera. <laughs> Slow down. I don't baby. know what <laughs> that shit is so damn bad. No, it's so juvenile. and so funny. Oh, it's super juvenile. Oh, I cannot watch. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, they out here fighting over this woman. It's like, y'all grown. She got halfway naked. Nah, I can't, nah, I can't watch. All right, okay, Jackie. Let me see the badge. Sure no, again. not he mad that he can't watch. He mad that Chris Tucker getting to see it. And he oh, I know. That's why he talk. I can't watch. This shit is hilarious. Let me see the badge. Let me see it again. And it's just like, <sighs> yeah, we don't. Is we don't do that type of humor anymore because we've evolved. That's good. I'm not saying it's a bad thing because it's definitely a good thing. But it's like, ah, man, she had me in a headlock. I used to say, hey, man. Like, oh. I would just. And it's funny where Catwoman's the last movie I saw a movie spoken because of women's beauty. Hey. Because I, I used to, because I trust me, we have all done that. We used to see a movie because, you know, the, Holly, <laughs> the Holly Berry syndrome. You saw the picture I put up yesterday. That was the only reason why I watched Love Jones. The only reason. Yeah, I get it. Robin, Robin Gibbons and Sally Richardson made a whole ass career of doing that. 
Holly Berry was the queen. And like, I did not go see Sword as much as I like John Travolta and post X Men. Yeah, yeah, he did not bring me to Swordfish. Yeah. We did not go see Swordfish for them. We went to see Swordfish because Holly Dan Berry was in it. Oh, like, absolutely. We you not have a, not realized the chokehold of like. Damn. Trust me. You know that's, that's the reason why I watch. That's the only reason I watch Monsters Ball. God damn it. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's a fucked up ass movie. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. yeah I, just, do you have anybody like, now that we, let me think about now? I don't. I know people do. Sydney Sweeney is definitely uh, have yeah. a lot of people there. I see how they react like that. I trust me, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like honest. Do I have anybody like that now? Damn. Uh, I'm older now. So it's kind of different. Um, like it's definitely women. Like it's definitely they have beautiful women doing, but I don't. I don't solely go go see a movie because a woman is beautiful. In that I know the last person that I had that was like that. That was Paula Patton. Oh, yeah, we've discussed that. Why <laughs> her wide showed herself? I I saw Warcraft. You know what's funny? Green paint and fake teeth. You know what's <laughs> funny? Her. You know what's funny about that? Um. Oh shit! What's shorty name? I can't think of her name. What's the movie we did? Uh, Low Down Dirty Shame. What's her name? Which one? Sally Richardson. Yeah, Sally Richardson. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a couple of months ago, I saw the debate similar like that we had when we, after we did the episode. But I saw how people like were really like, no, nah, were her Jada Pinkett. Yeah, it was like it was super interesting. It was it's, super. It's a, maybe this way. Jada Pinkett seemed more approachable. And if you like approachable, you're going to go after her. And I don't like doing this whole, you know, competing. Why are we making, why are we making the baddies compete? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Misogynistic. Right. So it's hard to like answer that, but come on now. <laughs> it's like we saw Boomerang. It's like the movie is making you lean. It's basically your preference will have you lean toward a certain way. And I would just say this Sally Richardson, when she was in movies, she was the eye candy. It's a reason for that. Mm. Like it's been, it's been like Jada Pink is a beautiful woman, beautiful woman, but she's been in plenty of women, plenty of movies where like her looks did not. It wasn't she was like her looks wasn't pushing the movie. During the nineties, when Sally Richards was in a movie, her looks are pushing a damn movie, and oh, yeah. that has like it's kind of like it's the same thing you say about Robin Gibbons. Like Robin Gibbons in a movie, you looking at Robin Gibbons. We know what we doing. Like that's it's certain people that played that hot like it's I I'm trying to think like Sydney Sweeney now like she does more than just be a hot girl but when people put, pick her in the movies it's because she's the hot girl like yeah. that's that's the role like the last black one I want to say we we had it's funny we had this conversation before Megan Good Megan did she get me well maybe I watched the waist deep because of her maybe oh trust oh Megan Good was definitely on my Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm not saying she isn't on mine, but I'm just saying I'm trying to remember the last thing that made me see something specifically because she was in it. I saw Anchorman too because she was in it. Uh, I I had no desire to see Anchorman. No, I like I I I, saw that because she was in it, and it's just wild. Where even with that 1975 haircut, they try to have her in like making good, making good. (laughs) It's like it's it felt weird like when she popped up in Shazam because it was like oh. Making, making oh, good making a super, a superhero costume, and then it's just while like making good, been doing this for a long time. She's still in her forties. Well, we kind of moved away from this whole. You just solely in this for eye candy because we don't really do that anymore. Hey, and, the, and also, 
it's something that I definitely noticed in Hollywood recently. Like once you hit 30, you just old, which is insane as a woman. Well, put a pin in that real quick. You just said something about Shazam. Is WB in trouble? Because why the fuck all their movies went to Netflix? <laughs> no, they just, I mean, Disney, did. they just, you know what? I don't know if W Warner Brothers in trouble. I mean, as far as financial wise, I've heard the rumors how they trying to get themselves bought by somebody else. But who knows if that's rumors or not. But it's like they just move a lot of, they they need to figure out what they want to do. Because I saw I like figured. Batman, the newest Shazam uh the emancipation of uh harley quinn and then there's another one that was just all on netflix i'm like huh why won't you just keep it on y'all but i mean, i miss the good old days where it's like all the stuff all star stuff used to be on netflix until it wasn't <laughs> yeah, like true. it's yeah. funny how we used yeah. to have stuff netflix used to have everybody and everything and then i mean we won't go too much down the rabbit hole the bad thing about the streaming service is we had too many and this like now it's almost like it's gonna become cable stuff. It costs more. Yeah. Where everybody like you know Paramount, People, Apple TV gonna merge, and Amazon Prime gonna get the with Max, and it's like okay, so it's gonna go back to how it should have been. Except for now, it costs double what it did before y'all first came out. Man, pretty soon I'm be like, fuck it, back to cable. That's why, lost, that's why I kept cable, and it's like, yeah, but. Back to yeah, back to uh, you know, like Rush Hour right Two is like they have two gorgeous women in here playing two completely different roles, and it's it's kind of like it's funny where we talked about the casting. Chris Tucker is confident enough where it's like he basically playing a sidekick, and he can rock with it. Yeah, this is Jackie's I movie. I couldn't picture Will Smith. I can see Will Smith from Rush Hour One. I cannot picture Will Smith from Rush Hour Two, and just letting Jackie cook. And cause guess what? If he in rush hour two, Rosalind Sanchez like they put him with Rosalind Sanchez. Okay, let me think. So bad. Let me think of something. Bad Boys one, his uh, buddy, uh, slash, I guess, I don't know what type of relationship they really had, but his story kind of revolved around that. The second one is still. Somewhat I mean, around them. him, yeah. It's, okay, okay, yeah, okay. It's like he out here. Oh yeah, I'm I'm dating Gabrielle Union now. Yeah, and then the third one. Yeah, so yeah, you right. Okay, you right. Yeah, it's like even then, it's kind of like, and not even if, even if he said I'm cool with it, the studio ain't gonna have uh, Will Smith in the 2000s be 2000 2001 Will Smith gonna be Jackie Chan sidekick. Like no, they are not. Even if he wanted to do it, they wouldn't let him do that. Because that's the thing about. The funny thing about Hollywood superstardom. If you're a superstar, they don't let you not be a superstar. Mm. Even if you want it, they literally will not let like, no, we spend you this amount of money. We got to make you do this role. Like you ain't going to be out here. It's like, it'd be kind of like, we going to get. Imagine like if a team like that, had, imagine the Eagles got Tyreek Hill, like you're just going to be the slot receiver. You're going to catch four passes a game. No. That sounds nice on Madden. That shit would not make sense in real life. It's like he's too good just to do that. And you're wasting resources and you're wasting him. It's the, like, it will not work. Like until we got to the MC, until we got the comic movies and ensemble movies, you had a superstar. He had to be the superstar or he had to be the main villain. Like, like Will Smith, maybe Rush Hour One, working his way up. Mm-hmm. By the time you get to this point, Nah, that don't happen. <laughs> All right. Um. So, 
If y'all want to watch along with this, the only option you got is two by. Oh, one more thing. So they got in trouble with the whole fake money thing because people, some people took the fake money. Yeah, I read. <laughs> I read about that shit where they had to shut down for a little because the FBI don't play. Fuck yeah. going on there here. The funny thing about these movies is they just all involve money. Always. Somebody, somebody stealing money. Somebody counterfeiting money. Like Rush Hour 1, I was going to get paid on my my illegal art to mess it up. So now I'm getting ransomed. This one is like out here. I'm just out here. I'm making fake money. And they'll get you. Boy, counterfeit money, they will throw the damn book at you. Look. The worst thing about this movie. Should I tell on myself? Why not? The worst thing about this movie is how I reacted to folks when I first moved to New York. Because there's one thing that uh, Chris Tucker sell here that, <laughs> that I just kept saying like for maybe two or three years when I first did New York, catch first came to New York and Chinese people be around me. You know, they used to do, you know, I feel like they have a way or they do it. So <laughs> get the hell on, Chin. <laughs> I, I know it wasn't right, but that. <laughs> That always stuck with me, so I just started doing that shit. Like I get my ass beat. But anyway, um, I'm surprised you didn't get your ass beat. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Maybe I was too. I must know who to say it around. What? Say it to your ass. Get your ass on chin. All right. Anyway, seriously, we gonna start this. See, there you go. <laughs> we gonna start this. Uh, like I said, it's on two by. If you want to watch along with us. Uh, we are started in five, four, three, two, one. Play. It's only an hour and a half. Easy breezy. Yes. New line. New line signal. With the fake end of the dragon music. <laughs> AOL Time Warner Company. So how come this isn't on HBO Max? <sighs> Ah boy, who knows? Like, yeah, these movie deals are weird. How they structured and how many years and all that other shit. You did for that time. Like, this is wild. Venom is on Disney Plus. Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, Rush Hour Two, Rush Hour Two with the damn dragon (laughs) as the two is like, yes, this how we used to roll. Let me tell you something, boy. I'm gonna just say this: You ain't gonna be moving like that through moving in there like that. Your credentials got to be sharp to move like that in there. Okay, I forgot. Oh, so this is like um. Um, I take it back. 2001, maybe she could move through there like that. He's thinking he he like um. Oh boy, what's the movie with um Gerard Butler, Fifty Cent, O.C. Jackson Jr. Oh, uh. Damn. It's funny. My, my memory is vanishing because I know the movie. I can't think yeah, of Yeah, I know it too because I know they're doing the sequel. Uh-huh. Wow. You be old security guard like, you know, let me see that again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be like, I'll be like O'Shea going to London with the blokes. Damn. I mean, the whole thing is if you look like you know what you're doing, a lot of times people will treat you like that if you're the right color. If you're the wrong color, like, excuse me, sir. Man, I be trying to tell folks all y'all be letting I'll be letting anybody move around here. They but they're white. Man, she ain't white. I'm just talking about in general. Oh. I mean, she she Chinese. I was like, you don't know what's that blonde hair? Oh, the blonde wig. 
Get it yeah. to move around. You ain't yeah, eyeballing that. That fit in that Dolly Parton wig, I guess. Yeah, nine to five. Mission <laughs> Impossible movie. Oh, they they like blowing stuff up in these rush hour movies. So we better call the police. They like what the fuck? I ain't calling. She out here snitching. And they singing the Beach Boys. Chris Tucker should be ashamed of himself. Uh huh. He went from I don't like this. They homies now. Yeah, I'm glad they enjoyed that long ass flight. Yes, I'm glad that they just picked up where they left off at. He on vacation. Yeah, it's it's that's funny. It's like that's how the movies start. They're like, what the fuck? Chan, like, what the what man, you, you messing it up. Oh man, he threw that shit out the window. Hey, we got a fist fight. <laughs> we got a fist fight. You know how much uh, CDs cost back there? Yeah. Don't ever touch a Chinese man CD. <laughs> and it's funny how they letting like Jackie Chan cook more in this one. Mm-hmm. He probably felt more comfortable. Someone mm-hmm. you might have get niggas like a small goat. And like, also, this is how you had to like, yeah, you don't have um Duolingo and you got no iPhone, buddy. I had to break that shit out uh yesterday. Yeah, I want some mushu. Mushu, you, you hungry? hungry? <laughs> oh, some mushu. <laughs> I laughed that line so damn much. Yeah, he like, all right, yeah, but I'll be mad too. But Lee was on vacation. You working? Lee was scamming the little too because he keep on fucking with him. He working and shit. And then, oh, to tell you, to answer our question that we had posed last week, yeah, it's some funny shenanigans with Chris Tucker. This motherfucker said, oh, I need another vacation. Oh, that's how it worked? At the end of the movie? Oh, yeah, like you just had that much time off. Like, <laughs> like how much How much the LAPD did not like you? Uh, like, Rush Hour 3, he a traffic cop. Yeah, they were mad. Like, you took all that goddamn vacation. <laughs> yeah, do this shit. My, I spent to invite it to this club. Y'all here lying. Uh-huh. Like, he like, don't be messing with me, Lee. I slap you back into the Ming Dynasty. He just smiling. At this point, he just know this motherfucker talk too much. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh-huh. He's just a funny black man. Uh-huh. But he's my friend. Yeah. This bar even looks suspect. But he don't know that. Yeah, he's looking at the girls. Hey, cutie. Like, everything looks suspect when you're a foreigner. They don't like tourists in here blending. They don't like black people. <laughs> like, I'm too <laughs> He jabbing, too. What's the bathroom? Yeah, man. Party. Party. Yeah, hey, I'm just going to have a good old time. Uh-huh. I, I see. That's when being an extrovert bites you in the ass. Don't be showing up, everybody. Look, look at that. Look, 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 look at that. That'd be your ass right there. Like, what the Would fuck? With a cigarette? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> just making faces. I'll be frowning my face up. Oh, this boy's struggling up there. Put on piano, man, and you'll do better. Nah, you might do better. <laughs> Try. I'll trust people that's too good at karaoke. Like, take it. This ain't America Got Talent. Sit your ass down. We ain't gonna have fun. I may struggling, but he get it though. It's like it's like a male dancer. Either you gotta be real good or be bad. Boo! He ain't the boomer man. Making yeah, nervous. He he being a little too wild. Boom! This he a Taurus. He ain't uh-huh. a Taurus. Then Jackie out here moving kind of nasty. Let me let me go ahead and be nosy. Let me see what's up in here. Yeah, and the Chris Tucker man, like, if y'all had to do work, just tell him so he can keep his head on the swivel. Oh, not either like, go the, the fuck yeah. back home. Yeah, like I'm going to be going. Uh, to, uh, uh, I'll be right back. Uh, bathroom. Sorry, sorry. 
Best thing he ever did, he never looked back. Just acting like he had to go take a piss. Mm-hmm. Like, he couldn't help right, himself. Okay. Yeah, like Chris Tucker will qualify the karaoke, Mr. See? Michael Jackson, my homie. See? <laughs> if you, if, this was going to happen if you would have came to Philly. The only difference is it would be Billy Joel playing. <laughs> Meek Mill game with a show. Look at they guys. Just, they will call him the N word so much. Oh, the men do. The women kind of feeling them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got rhythm. He moved like he moved like a GI. <laughs> See, this is why comedian doing funny stuff is different than actor doing funny stuff. Will Smith ain't doing this. Oh no. I oh, know he, he Mr. Fresh Prince, but yeah. Oh, he either comes off forced. Yes. Who else did they wanted to have through this movie? Uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, uh, Will Smith. Who's the third? Dave Chappelle one? ain't like Dave Chappelle. Not likable enough. Like he got a different type of likability. I can't think of the third person. Yes, <laughs> Carter. Come on, Carter. <laughs> Come on, Lee. <laughs> you about to get your ass? You about to get our asses beat? I'll be right back. Because they in a triad bar flirting with a the women. A triad bar. You know how insane that shit is. Yes. Come on, these people love. I'm gonna roll up a Sons of Anarchy. Like, oh, let me let me holler at Clay Girl. Oh shit, you about to die? Hey, breaking my fucking legs. Yes, Chibs is stabbing me soon. soon. He look. I'm a, <laughs> she lie. I knew you was lying. Mm-hmm. You must tread softly. And it's funny how Chris Tucker could be menacing in movies, but he it's impossible for him to be menacing in these movies. Yeah, I always. Try to look at these movies and then think about him and dead presidents. Dead president. Yeah, it's like, oh, he was a drugged out and fucked up and shit. It's like, like I'm from Los Angeles. We invented gangs. Man, Jackie Brown, he was kind of still like this. But just oh, that joke is so that, that Tito total is wild. <laughs> he like, oh, boy, we going totals what we ate for dinner. <laughs> look how they looking at him. They like, man, we about to fuck you up. What's he saying? He just making up shit. With confidence. Uh, That's how y'all be sound on Twitter. <laughs> what I just say to these people? Same with y'all. Told chest is being wrong and loud. You just said everybody to pick up the samurai sword. Shave their butt. Shave their butt. I say that. <laughs> Get your ass out here. Jackie looking like, man, I hope nobody know I'm a cop. Uh-huh. I'm like, nah, my, my friend drunk. Don't, 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 play, don't pay this, back, this black man. Men mind. to the right, women to the left. They looking like, fuck all that. Why, why, why are we doing that? Y'all, y'all here, look, uh, he's snitching. Hey, man, that man Lee out here, crazy. My friend is, my friend is very drunk. Man, they got some... Yes. Gorgeous women in there. Yes, you You're you not you dating gorgeous women. Oh, speaking of gorgeous women, she don't like that. This man oh, went. Who leaked? Wait a minute. It's like five, six of them. They went running away from one man. Yeah, that man got the juice cop. like he, he got the juice like that. He a cop? Hell yeah! That's that's he's super cop. Man, if y'all don't, I'm calling Inspector Lee to come all the way to America. That's the homie I trust. Yes, they he know him like that in the street. So why else would they run? Yeah, I guess. You it's put like it six, it's six of them. They, they climbing up this shit. 
You don't think and he absolutely gonna come after y'all ass? Because all they, because all you like, wait, we can jump him. It's like, yeah, you jump, Chucky. Yeah, this ain't Rumble in the Bronx. Look at that man moving like a damn. And he was what forty five in the last one, right? Uh-huh. So he forty eight. So forty eight now. now. He moved like this Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Chris Tucker, like, oh no, fuck all this. Take it to stairs. Yeah. They were like, cut. All right, let me get my ass down. <laughs> nah, this shit is smart man. Right here. I hope this was in one take. You know it wasn't. <laughs> it's funny. We, I remember when Sean Chi was doing this, they was fighting on on the on, yeah. on, 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 on scaffolds. And that was wild then. They doing this shit in, the two, in 2001. <laughs> Ain't no CGI neither. It's like, we doing it. Jackie got you. <laughs> he don't got himself. <laughs> yeah, I saw the. I'll take. Now the, you know why. Now you know why they ran. He's beating the shit. beating the shit out of him with his suit on. <laughs> you know what? Some of these movies I've realized these action movies do, including John Wick, ain't comfortable be doing all the shit in no suit. I don't give a damn how tell it is. Yeah, got my face. Got the way, Kobe. <laughs> yeah, like I say everybody catch the racism. Movies. I know Brett Ratner was laughing his ass off because so, we get to slander everybody in real life. They said Chris Tucker was getting mistaken for Kobe. I don't know how, but I guess. I mean, why wouldn't he? I mean, I guess he's black. Chris Tucker is what about what six six? What they got to do anything? People's cool. he tall. You know, I mean, people, you know, people was calling me Luke fucking Cage. Yeah, that I remember you told me. I don't, that. Look, I don't look nothing like him except for I'm bald and brown. <laughs> Sweet Christmas. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. She ain't running. She ain't running now. Like I, I got the high ground. This shit is wild. What's that break? A bamboo stroke. Uh-huh. She out here. Look at that. She got on a suit. <laughs> Everybody got on suits on. See, yeah, she got that um Mission Impossible Dead Record and Sadist energy going on. Like I'm I enjoy hurting people. I know he's like, damn, leave me getting some shit. Mm-hmm. Gotta. <laughs> yeah, hurry up. Leave. Cart out here strolling. You better hurry your ass up. We talking about the same man that said, oh, I'm just playing when that motherfucker was hanging. I can't hold it. Watch out about mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, she doing what she do best. Hey. Terrorize Chris Tucker. You know what happened, right? He got called lacking. She knew it. He, he didn't know. He didn't know. She tried still, to, he tried to warn him. And he still got called lacking. Yes, he did. That's your favorite phrase. Yes. Yeah. Not for both of y'all. Oh, shit. I'm sure. I'm like, yeah, I can see why Chris Tucker, like, you got to pay me $20 million. If <laughs> I'm doing this shit. I, I know Jackie did majority of his stunts. I wonder how much how many stunts Chris Tucker did. Man, I'm going to say what? Maybe 10%. I mean, you never know. Some of these people are getting stupid with it. Yeah, I can't believe I'm some 10,000 miles for this shit. It's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be on vacation. And he mad too. I be mad. Mess up my fit and everything. Yeah, you lied to me. You're supposed to be friends. You know, I'll, you know, I got abandonment issues. And I don't got a partner <laughs> for that reason. I got some old chopsticks in my ass. That was the explosion. Give a damn. <laughs> I made on vacation. Oh, all right. 
I never. Ricky. Oh, you looking for him then, Ricky? Man, Tan. if Ricky Tan don't sound like somebody who wrestled in New Japan, I don't know what do. Ricky Tan, wow! <laughs> you don't tell me that's Ricky Tan. Living like that. Massage parlor. He's like, what's yeah, up? So you want to see women, right? Uh huh. Like, oh, see. Yeah, y'all gotta, y'all gotta take a shower. Or also, it's kind of wild. Like the whole, I'm, you know, it's different. Chinese ma- massage parlor in China probably move a lot differently than Chinese massage parlor here. Shout huh. out to Robert Kraft, pervert. Yeah, uh, let's just say, yeah, yeah. Less traffic, less traffic, and hopefully it's done being done. Let's just say I, uh, I've heard of two down here, so I'm sure you have. Yeah, I want to show a good time. Oh, you American? You got, you got American, American money? money? Oh yeah. See, look how he is. I got it. Don't worry about it. He had a lot of women. He saved up for this. Jeez, yeah. That's how uh, I'm going to be. That motherfucker move like Alonzo. They just ain't never show that shit. And she was like, I, I know how this is. Get this American money. Uh, yeah, that's a whole thing. Jack, like, all right, you mad at him. I'm going to hook up. But also lying because Ricky Tan here too. Mm hmm. Yeah, oh, Jackie. Uh, Jackie was like moving. Out here fronting. Jackie was moving nasty in this movie. I mean, it's excited. Jackie out here laughing at like, oh, you got a kid of candy. He like, yeah, this, he knew to this. Yeah, they do got a lot of choices. Damn. Yeah, they do. You know what? I think something be going on too. All of them at one spot. <laughs> like she really nice. Mm-hmm. That's how y'all passport bros be thinking it's for your person. I could your money. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> like, hurry up. Sagan's a law. Man, like, come on, man. What's wrong with you? I'll be cutting them, but they laugh. Like, well, hurry up. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie, come on. That man's excited. Like, yeah, man, alone. He like, ah. Get a big appetite. Yeah. Ain't gonna be the quiet room no more. <laughs> Boy. Growling, <laughs> growling sound. You know what? That's uh, ten hand massage. All they doing is just smiling, like uh huh, uh huh. So what? <laughs> <laughs> the only problem is when you when you think it's more than what's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, 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 he like, oh shit, work time to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ricky Tan just happened to be there, looking like a movie star. <laughs> That's Ricky Tan. That's Ricky Tan. That's Ricky Tan. A mission in the bathroom. Like the man is four feet tall. The man, like, yo, bro, you don't know how he okay. moved. So did he know Ricky Tan was going to be there? Yes, I think he did. That's what I always assumed, that he knew he was going to be there. I want to give Jackie the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you, you're doing too much for him. Yeah. Like, yes, just, all right, woman. I'll be back. I'll be so damn. Man, they got a new New Japan dojo over there. He playing. Because he think I'm just gonna get by on black charm. <laughs> Ricky Tan, like get your black ass on my face. They working. Like, how do you even know my name? Hey, look, oh. Like I'm busy at the moment. You Lee's American friend. I, I know, I know you. You know what he wanted it's to like, say, oh, right? Man. Oh, you yeah. is a Lee Lee's American in <laughs> in work. Yeah. 
I look at you know Chris Tucker was so Chris Tucker was on Pilates. I may laugh at him. Like you Americans are so yeah, you probably think he's funny. He on that triple H with Booker T. Bob. Man, that shit was full. Make me laugh. <laughs> that man was probably oh shit. That man, them uh, laptops back then is probably at least four. And he like you doing all that. That man rolling fifteen deep. Oh, Lee, that's the oh, what's up, homie? Oh, see how everybody reckon? Oh, you wonder why Lee got the juice. My friend. No, I got to hear about the American embassies. Come to the police station. I can't do all that. Uh, nah. Police Sorry. station. He asked me here. We homies. Damn. Y'all jumped up. He's like, oh, my Lord. Yeah, you keep <laughs> touching the boss. I mean, like, no problem. I can get another one. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm wealthy. As you can see, I, I'm rolling with 15 feet. <laughs> I must excuse like, myself. That's an old model. Yeah. Y'all go ahead. Beat the ass. I can't be around. Uh-huh. You know, this remind me of. What? Pop that really, pop that really blew out that man car. <sighs> I'm seeing too much about that. And I hope that picture that's going around ain't true. What that, picture? that picture with Suge Knight is supposedly... P. Daddy's son is a baby, and they said this was supposedly a picture saying this was around the time at the height of the East East and West beef. I'm like, huh? You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I ain't was moving back then. Unfortunately, now they out here see it. So apparently, from the from the flight, I got to now, Chris Tucker learned hands. Oops. Uh huh. But how? Because oh, like no, we said, like, this picked I mean, up. Yeah, he, he had a little with rush hour one, but it's just, right. wow, it's like it has improved. That must have been a long ass flight. Cause if I if man, I read this in a man doing this in a bad if I read correctly, this is four days after. So it'll yeah. be four days. Hey, be like the Matrix. <laughs> Jackie Chan's doing this in a bathrobe and silk draws. The teamwork is crazy. Uh-huh. Also, shout out to Chris Tucker being in. It's funny, he in shape. Yeah. No. <laughs> Boy, don't let black folks uh, see a, a movie star get a little weight on them. I saw how y'all did, Martin. Uh, yes, yeah, bad boys for life. Yeah, the man almost died. I man almost died. Shit, man, want to get the hell up out of here. And one thing about these movies is like the heroes will get beat up. Oh yeah, Jackie, Jackie, t- man, Miss Powerball, somebody, and Chris Tucker. Let oh, me talk about Chris Tucker. Just. <laughs> Gorilla slam somebody. Yeah, that motherfucker just powerball somebody. He Lee, y'all excited, boy. You fight for your life. Yeah, like you say, he's two feet bigger than everybody else. I saw how we was watching Monday Night Raw. What they doing the Katana Chance? You can do that when you wrestle somebody weigh a hundred pounds. I hear look like Ryback. Don't bring that name up again. (laughs) That man, you want to talk about somebody just saying anything? Uh, Look at this. Tag, they hit the tag uh, team. Like, oh, fuck that. I'm too tired for this shit. Uh, I did all that. I got I got 15 more. The funny shit is they did this shit in gorilla style. Cause they couldn't stop. They, they couldn't get no permit or whatever, so they just had to film. I it. mean, I'm sure they had the first time Jackie Chan something like that. <laughs> they probably look like, what the fuck wrong with Jackie ass? Look, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Uh, yeah, right but it's just why they be doing that in, in Hollywood. Like we're just gonna do it. Yeah, we're just gonna sue us. <laughs> oh my God, Mister Training Day himself. Good grief! One of the wise men. I swear, every time his ass pop up, 
Wasn't he in? Uh, oh, wasn't he in Scarface? That's him. Harry oh Houston. yeah, he was a cop. Uh huh. I who told him. A, who said you a policeman? <laughs> who the fuck said you a cop, man? I told him it was a bad idea. <laughs> a word. It's why his dad had a whole career playing corrupt cops. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm a cop. Hey Mel, who the fuck ever said you a cop? <laughs> And they seeing all this, like, oh, that's how they move, huh? Uh, Chief Inspector Lee, best of our best. He's like, oh, this is how y'all starting off, huh? Oh, the fact that he can fit Lee's clothes is good. Except his pants. And also very implausible. Yeah, that too. His pants are high waters, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of your bullshit. (laughs) He is bullshit. You could could, could tell they best friends because the only best friends fight like that. It's your job. Have some fun. Have some fun. Yeah. You're going to go on a date. Hot the rainbow roll. <laughs> You're right. You hear the rat. They <laughs> left his shit. Mm-hmm. Guess he ain't going home. <laughs> you better go get that shit. Damn, Jackie, tuck in your shirt. Look respectable. He be busy. Now I think she can service about to get that money. So FBI first movie, Secret Service second movie. So you know, Secret Service chasing plates. You know, um, the last season I worried at a Secret Service out here because somebody has some counterfeit plates. So Secret Service been they, fuck with the money. They send their best. Oh, wow. You know, the playoffs started today. The North will have three teams in the playoffs. NFC North? Uh-huh. We will that's, play. That's just a, a travesty. <laughs> it really is. We will play Detroit, though, which I think we could beat those fuckers. Yep. <laughs> that should annoy me, bro. Anyway. Hey, cutie. I'm about to have another bomb. She, out, she really out here just like Bruce Lee. <laughs> Hi, uh, Mystique. It's like, I mean, I guess she can't blend in. This man blowing kisses. They gonna get uh, mad. Uh, she like, yeah. Like, I was chasing you last night. You don't remember? No mm. oh, shit. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lee. Lee just got money in pockets. <laughs> shit. I mean, yeah. Lee moving on here. Probably a corrupt cop. I mean, uh, Carter must feel real good. Oh, also, it's like, Damn, they was like, we got to get Lee out the paint. <laughs> We're going to blow up the whole police station just to get him. Yeah, they were trying to take him out. You know, the funny thing is, What's up? so in this movie, Carter think Lee died. Mm-hmm. And Rush Hour 3, Lee thought Carter died. Mm-hmm. That man maneuvering all right by itself. A little lost, but he's trying to ask for help. Heaven and Earth? Just assuming everybody. That's the whole thing. She sues? People be making fun of like people come over here not speaking English, but it's like, y'all just be going everywhere thinking everybody <laughs> speak English. I'm sure they do a lot better. Like, if I went to China, I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I'm not just rolling up in Chinatown like, can I get some wings? <laughs> Shit. I mean, them wings about to hit. She's doing. Let's see how she cutting them bitches. 
How they know I'm a point uh, two? <laughs> she about to hook him up. She playing. She about to have a chicken, do a chicken in his face. She blew a chicken <laughs> in his face. Yeah. I don't know what it meant. Give me some wings. Yeah. Yeah, you want some chicken, right? Here you go. I, mean, I always laugh at that. Blew in his ass. Blew a chicken ass in his face. She said, oh, dead. Okay, I understand that. Yeah, Popeye's. Okay. I do it right now. Man, if you don't go to fresh, chi- right? Man, you should have got some chicken. Fuck that. You're not a police officer. I mean, sad. Damn, I mean, sad. It's all tiled down low. <laughs> he just wanted some mushu. Uh, <laughs> <man. laughs> Man, you could have had an eight piece. Now you got a whole ass chicken with you. Ricky Tan drive like he young blood priest. It's <laughs> very playing. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. Now you speaking my language. Uh, oh, word. I will slap you. Is you going? He knew it was all bullshit here. Uh-huh. Now you talking my language. Yeah. Well, get the hell on then. It is bad. This song going to hit like it should do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. No Funny vibes with this song now. I was at the gym a couple of days and every other song was a Puff Daddy song. I was like, Oof. this felt deliberate. That's why I'm always, I, I like, try, why am I here in a Welcome to Atlanta remix? I try not to judge people when people be talking that, oh, I'm still going to listen to R. Kelly music. I'm just like, I no, R. Kelly, yes. the R. Kelly one is wild because like, I do not like Ignition Part 2 that damn much. <laughs> That is a good song, though. It's a shame. Man, had to be moving around like a crime boss. Just a Ricky Tant on a party on his boat. So, yeah, he used to be a cop. You're like, you know, what's more money on the crime side? Because <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't throwing no party on your boat. <laughs> You're a cop. Yeah, let me be retiring. This, let me take my path to the dark side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Steven Seagal did the same thing with Machete. Remember when we fed rallies together? That oh. man, like him, him and Shetty, we used to work together. Like, nah, I'll be a crime, I'll be a drug boss. <laughs> hey, I don't blame him. Like, if you're not gonna be a dirty cop, like you're gonna be a dirty cop, just be a criminal. Get more money. <laughs> Wait right here. He left. Yes, I understand. I may say whatever. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> I man got the knot and left. <laughs> Sneaking on the boat. That's a nice side. Well, ain't a. I'm here. I go to my ain't a big boat like I got a damn boat. <laughs> Get you. I got a bathtub. I'm talking about my boat. <laughs> I like my boat ain't even that big. <laughs> I'm about to be a damn hater. Okay, look a solid snake. 
Man, he said he got to get this over shit, it. This shit is wild. Like, I was wondering what he was doing. <laughs> Basically, being quiet, he don't want to be seen. Just, yeah, Lee is super cop. <laughs> now, that's a boat. Oh, they jamming. Uh-huh. That's a good old time. Yeah, you know, Rosalind Sanchez did with a white man. <laughs> looking, like, looking like that. He tried to push up on her like he had a chance. Oh, they go who Lee? Browning her face up. The only time she smiles, she could get to beat up um, Chris Tucker. I wonder why that is. <laughs> you know why that Ooh. is. Oh, and like, yeah, I will get. I heard about you, Lee. I'm going to see how good you are. Yes. That face, uh-huh. he, that face he made when he saw her, I might have made the same thing. Like, damn. Yeah, I'm going to see the movie theater. The first time I've seen it before. James Cotter. Shit is unfair. <laughs> San Juan. And he out here trying to kick game. Man, can you blame him? Um, you know what? I would say I would say yes normally, but then I, I saw that picture of Jeff Bissell's and his date and Leon and her looking at Leonardo DiCaprio. People talking about, oh, it don't matter how much money you got. I'm like, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Come on now. Oh yeah. Here you go, here you go, Charlie. Oh, yeah, you sure? And she's like, oh, a bullshit artist. I like those. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just like, but it's the only problem is I with my friend. He said he owned it. So somebody lying. <laughs> yeah, she already know he lying. He don't look like somebody that owned that boat. And she busting out the accent, not even that thick. This is his part. See, uh-huh. Look at you. A scammer. When somebody tries to sell you some sea moss. <laughs> uh-huh. That looked like a damn evil white man. Yeah, who's, he your, looked, who's your friend? He look a little goonish. Yeah, so so you know how famous you gotta be if you're a rich white man. People know you face on sight. Ah, uh, yeah, you gotta be rich, rich. I will yeah, say that. Uh-huh. That's how I recognize. Oh, you see, run you on you on half of L.A. You try to push up on the man on half of Los Angeles because you you got nice teeth. You don't like that. You say when in doubt, when in doubt, there's always a white man behind the scenes. I figured my homie was sizing up Jackie like that. I don't know. Where is he? He killed a detective today. Got her. I thought she was dead. Who? Detective you? No, not you. You. Who? You. Who? Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words coming out of my mouth, man. Yeah, he's about to square up. I don't know what that stands. <laughs> Basically, he just doing what he thought was taught. That's a nice ass boat. It is. You, you disappoint me. This whole thing was just a song and dance for no damn reason. Pretty much. Hey, you forgot where you from. Like, I got you off the damn projects. <laughs> you ain't you shit. Never be a leader. <laughs> yeah, this, like, this whole thing was just for nothing. It's, Smoke screen. Get out of my face. Because they wanted to fool Lee. 
Yeah, it was a lot. That was and throw, and throw the center off, and basically this was to throw him off the center of um, Ricky Tan. Mm-hmm. I'll be all right. Don't forget where I got you from. You'll <laughs> never be a leader. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a good guy. I did not go up the American Embassy. Oh, word! I'm not that stupid. Yeah, yeah my people did it. Uh huh. My enemies try to. It's all. It's a fringe. I it ain't me. It's the homies. Just gotta figure out what's going on. I need, I need your, your help. I need your help. I'm a friend one. This he was just running a scam, scam. Mm-hmm. I can't trust anybody else. You gotta give me out of Hong Kong right away. And who leaves like you traitor? I fuck you. I right, with a blank. Look at look at this motherfucker, Lee. Jackie Lee. That man got hands. Yes. Jackie Chan, less Jackie Chan has hands. I said Jackie Lee. <laughs> Jackie Lee. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying, Lee. This makes me wonder how Bruce Lee's career would have gone right? had he not died. But also, the flip side is like, unfortunately, we remember people the best when they die before they get old. Mm-hmm. So we never got that chance. Like, Nas died for Stillmatic, but you look at him a lot differently. Oh, yeah. But it's funny how now people like, you know, Nas probably done more for hip hop than anybody. Look at that. Here she go doing her, her best. Kicking the shit out that man. Get a LAPD ass kicking. Boom. Kicked him again. And she fucked his ass up. Uh-huh. Getting kicked in the face by somebody weigh 85 pounds. <laughs> I can't believe these people fighting with suits on, on a boat. <laughs> yeah, that gotta be uncomfortable. Yeah, you ain't getting that suit from TJ Maxx. Man, she's going away like it's Miami Vice. What happened? What happened, Carter? Got my ass kicked. That's what happened. I slipped and I fell. <laughs> now you be all right. Oh, look at white man. That white man too cool. Mm-hmm. So I hear my like, yeah, it's the second time I seen you. All right. Your vacation over with, boy. <laughs> Now he's gone. You messed up our case at the expense of United States government investigation. You know, they don't like that. Mm-hmm. They like to try to page you to get rid of Ricky Tan and not. Trying to put the shit on him. Yeah, it's your fault. You're off this case. Damn, you talking like, stay out of this, boy. You going back to L.A.? Man, we all got here. Hey, guys, G.I. Joe, get your ass back. Sorry, Lee. The airport. I mean, like, I'll take him. Get off me. Yeah, I'll be mad too. You messed up my vacation. <laughs> my bags are here. I had to work. You don't understand. Uh, I just want to see. I just want to see Expendables 4. <laughs> I can't help it. It was the day of Saul scene. That shit is wild. I'm like, that's how you know you're my friend. Because I'm like, this is how I'm spending my time in Times Square. 
You said about my father. I fuck with that jacket, though. You should get it. You know so what? They had the same thing. Like, remember what happened to your father, Carter? Same thing after mine. Working for the triads. Shit nasty out here, man. Mm-hmm. You should have worked with the triads. I'm out here finishing with my daddy started. Like Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> I couldn't finish my story. So I finished yours. yours. <laughs> it's a wild damn line. <laughs> so I can't so Carter's like, if I could square my daddy death away, I'll do that. See, I understand. Like, you should have told me this from the first place. We've been fine. But, and keep in mind, we like a third of the way through the movie already. This movie moves fast. Oh, yeah. 2000, you won't bullshit with no comedy. You got an hour and 30, hour Carter's and 40, maybe. Criminal investigation followed a rich white man. Hey, when is it when doubt? There's a rich white man waiting for his money. Boy, he ain't never lied. Way too cool. Same, caught the same thing you caught. So you get emails when a sex offender moves in your neighborhood? Oh, yeah. Um, my wife got the app. Yeah, I just got one, too. They're like uh, less than a mile away. He looked like one, too. <laughs> he said he looked like one. Yeah, when Godzilla coming, y'all be, y'all be panicking. It's just a, the kosher meal. Because he couldn't say... uh. What was it? Confilt the fish. Confilt the fish. <laughs> Another long flight. So, so the whole point is they think Ricky Tan is involved with some plates. Just making counterfeit money. Man. To investigate him, him and Ricky Tan. Yes. You see it. Yeah. It's like- Take it on that eating. Come on, yeah. man. Got work to do. You got to eat, too. And they out here doing what they're supposed to do, getting involved in the case they throw you off, they threw you off of. Uh-huh, yeah. Now, he's back. You see what she look like? Yeah. Oh, here goes slow down, baby. Like, yes. <laughs> Leah Perth. Yes. yes, she is. Good. Look at CIA. Uh-huh. Like, oh, nothing. <laughs> what are you doing? Like he got his first, like he got his first Brazzers DVD. Shit, she just sitting around not doing much. I'm like okay, I just try to stay awake. It's just so, so boring. boring. I had line is uh huh. I slowed down, baby. <laughs> so what? Who too put that line in the script? <laughs> he about to add that shit because Carter like what's you getting a little excited over there? I said nothing. Man, getting hotter than the collar. Mm-hmm. This is what we used to do before we had the internet. Yeah, it was rough out there. Might have been better back in the day. You appreciate it more. Also, count out Rosalind Sanchez was working out. And also, too, porn was hard. You you'd have, you'd you had have to spend money. Spend money or stumble upon that and shit. You had to kind of like, I'm getting that DVD. <laughs> you had to stumble. Oh, I, can, oh, I cannot hear this. Pretty much. Or either had a snowy TV screen and <laughs> maybe get a titty. That's man, about it. Yeah, because you, man, you order porn, 
You ain't supposed to. Mm. Ain't no high in that. Yeah, it's a race. Cold stupid, game. Stupid tat. Stupid tattoo. Mm-hmm. I was stupid. They out here fighting over the camera. Man, her and these wigs are killing me. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Yes. She got her Nancy Reagan wig. <laughs> Dang girl dropped the page out of wow. Oh shit. She just ran across the street. They like, didn't you tell you stay off the case? You don't Here you go. Save Captain Captain Sabre Ho. They got damn. No, 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 no. Yeah. You got a bomb, Carter. They're like, what, you out here messing with my case. I told you, leave us alone. I may help them with that bomb. They didn't know how much time was left on that. They'd have died. <laughs> we might have been to die. Throw it. Yeah, I just throw it. Man, yeah, be like Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Yo, shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oops. I didn't mean it. I gotta live with it. I can't believe she was a villain in Doctor Strange. Word. <laughs> Y'all ain't see Civil War? Y'all see WandaVision? She like, cut this shit out. Yeah, see how that accent went away. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it come and go when she wanted to be. She get mad when she be flirting to be popping up. She get mad. She just like, cut that shit out. And also, her her being in Secret Service. Let me say bad to you. Well, we like, can I help. We don't want. I know we don't want to just say like beautiful women can't be in the Secret Service, but yeah. yeah. And she's beautiful. Uh-huh, it's like it's a reason y'all treat AOC like a supermodel because most Congress women don't look like that. <laughs> Yeah, I see how y'all I see how some of y'all talk about women anyway. So yes, yeah, I'll leave it jobs. at that. Uh huh. Oh, she was the bomb. <laughs> so she undercover. So it's like I'm, I'm pretending I'm undercover. I'm a crooked custom agent out here helping them do crime. Mm-hmm. I'm legit. So she Ava Mendez in Too Fast Too Furious. There you go. Which we she came and we never saw her again until Fast Five. No, because Ryan Guy's like, go home and raise my kids. That's <laughs> Pretty why. much. Like, cut, well, I, don't know, I don't know if he said that, but she made a choice. Yeah, I get it. I respect it. That's why I don't like drive. Took her out the damn rotation. That's why you don't like what? That's why I don't like that movie Drive. You know why? Every time I see Ryan Guy's, I just think about how selfish he is. So basically, they got a, they got a, um, a super fun bill that makes money that's so damn good, you can't realize it's counterfeit until you burn it. Super bills. They sell hundred million hundred million dollars. You know the funny thing is, it's you know we don't use cash as much as we used to. Mm-hmm. People still use cash. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I, I can't. I can't remember the last time I went to an ATM. I don't. I haven't had cash on me unless I know I'm using cash. I've had cash on me since COVID, actually, which is yeah. wild to think about. And here she go, like flirting. Great. I have to do all that. He looking like, oh, okay. You see Chris? You see like, Jackie Jackie Chair trying to look away? Uh-huh. 
Here she go using her sex appeal to distract him. I would have been like, I, yeah, I was yeah, like, it's my titty. I mean, it's my city. You would have been acting like Jackie Chan. Look at you. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yes. I mean, I don't blame them. She thought she applied pressure. They already like her anyway. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm gonna get them to do my work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoever you say, you want me to jump off this building? Okay. You sure I'm on land? All right. Like Morpheus I'm talking to Neo. You know, it's the second time Carter pretended, pretended working for an organization. Uh, Secret Service. You know, they lock your ass up for doing shit like that. No, after being scanned, because the FBI was like, yeah, you're an FBI agent. G- G-17, whatever that nonsense uh, G-14, <laughs> classified. She never even looked at you. right. She was looking at Lee. You third world. <laughs> you third world ugly. Women like you. Cute like Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny wow he she ended up choosing him yep so that was just the out there you know i just do them off to say they don't mess up our case and the funny thing is that's what you think you're gonna estimate you know yeah um carter is on the take thank you i see that car again thank you Ain't no I way. I ain't see Riggs no Murtaugh driving nothing like exactly. that. Exactly. And I saw when Alonzo was driving. I know how he was moving. <laughs> yeah, he took he took a little. Maybe not a lot. A little. Maybe not a lot, but he took a little. Are we talking about the same Alonzo? No, I'm talking about um Chris Tucker character. Carter. Right. I mean, but you look at that suit. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, that man custom. Oh, what y'all doing uh, up in here? Don, Don Cheeto watched the last dragon once. <laughs> you st- I didn't re- I didn't appreciate this till I watched this early uh this week. I'd appreciate that rat tail. I was like, what the that fuck? Man, that man method act the fuck out the scroll <laughs> for just five minutes. His little peasily ass five minutes. I'm running illegal Chinese gambling ring with my Asian family. Kong Fu Kenny. You over here running my business, ladies and gentlemen. War Machine, himself. War Machine, James Rhodes. Yes, a Cami Award nominee, Don Cheadle. Yeah, I heard you get your ass kicked around Hong Kong. Like, damn, the, the boss talking like that. Damn, the streets like that on me. Shit. Here you go, black man, Chinese restaurant, Crenshaw. <laughs> Man, I she would be proud. Like you taking it back. Uh huh. Fast forward. I'm gonna whoop your ass, and I'm gonna whoop your ass. This is you waiting on. He's like, nah. He pulled a gun out. Get your hands off me. He's like, what the fuck? I calm down. He's he, he like, oh, you got some arm grip. Ooh, respect. You know, a, you know, a virtual fighter scene. Uh huh. Got that respect. Off. Twisted Tiger. <laughs> How you know somebody just in their style? Like Kung Fu movie. Oh, you was talking about such and such. Oh, uh, Master Chin's from Crenshaw. Oh, no. Hey, Freddie Ching. Freddie Ching. Uh huh. Take him. Boy, I can't tell you how much black people just love some martial arts. Yeah, we love it. it is. Yeah, I don't know why. We just do. Cool <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, y'all talked about me, huh? Stop playing with me, 7 Eleven. 
is he always open his mouth open 24 7. Ooh, I'll be mad too. Somebody, somebody spent some fake money and got scammed. That ain't that ain't kind of um like give you a warning. Mm-hmm. Somebody spent fifty. Somebody spent fifty grand. Oh, I got you back. Next, got oh, you back. Yeah, they like. I, I figured he wouldn't have it, but all of a sudden he had it. Huh? I still got my lunch money from third grade. Yeah, we know how he moved. You got a safe? No. I thought about getting one, but uh, for what? Oh yeah. Man, I ain't moving like this. I say money be green. Mm. Oh, he's faking the motherfucker. Shit, burning like Kano hitting a Mortal Kombat. Y'all better find him before I do. Oh, you know who that was who had the fake money? Who? You remember? Oh. Ernie Reyes Jr. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah. And then he ran. The next time you saw him was um the rundown. Man, this shit right Both here. Like butterflies, thing like me. Hey, buddy, right here, he did this we shit. We grew up on him. Yes, this dude right here did work it. He was part time because ain't no way you just go run. Ain't no. You see SVU? Yeah, you running? My boy booking. Ain't it here? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just who this movie waiting there? Who's leading the game? Uh, he was the one that was supposed to make it out. And look at that jacket um, Melina got on. I be thinking she corrupt too, dressing like that. She talking bad shit. She said the great. great the great chief inspector. I heard about you. Uh, I'm get my name off your neck. I remember forgetting rid of you. That's the yeah, everybody knows Inspector Lee. Oh, here comes this black man talking to me again. I think she understands that she just don't speak it. I know this probably ain't real, but this has got a smile for me when I saw it. What if it was real? Damn, she caught the shit out that man. Look what I just sent you. <clears throat> I'm about to see it. Here she go, kicking him again for the third time. <laughs> nah, no, I know it ain't real, but if it was, uh-huh. I ain't gonna lie. They had me in the movie no theater. Life. I ain't never in the so she's already kicked him three times. Yeah. And let's just make sure it's one more time. Uh, Club in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Better watch your back. Yeah, she speaks English. <laughs> I mean, she understands English. Yeah, she understands. She may not speak. Oh, she speaks English. She said, like, you want some apple? Oh, yeah. Yeah. After talking about, I want to cut her pretty tongue out. And there with the artifacts. Yeah, see, Jane Carson, I'm, I'm like, I was on vacation two days ago. Yeah, I'm hanging in some back of I'm, truck. I'm on some Indiana Jones shit. <laughs> Dial of Dan, uh, what is it, Dial of Destiny? Dial of Destiny, I have not watched that yet. It's on Disney Plus now. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw too. I'm I saw Poppy was talking about it. Yeah, I've just never been, been an indie fan, so it don't move I mean, me. You know, you don't like America. Shut your ass up. Like, who Lee could have killed this movie? Oh, you, we know you, you don't like you like the Nazis. 
But stop your whining, Carter. Yeah, you, you took that shit too far. I'll bitch slap you back to Africa. <laughs> that baby don't even feel right yeah. coming out his mouth. Yeah, like he was practicing that line. I, like, do I really want to say this? Bitch slap you hey. back to Africa. Yeah, they are like two big kids. I'm gonna bite you. God, that's a big ass apple yeah. too. She did not like. Yeah, you can tell it's like I don't like this. Bitch. Like she understand everything they saying. That's the whole thing. I don't trust this mistake here. It's like where we just gonna smile at each other's face. Mm-hmm. That's what women do. They don't like each other. Yeah, you think you cute, huh, bitch? I want to slice this pretty lips right off her face. Right here in the desert with these two cops. Some apple, maybe. That's how people be plotting. You never know your sweet name. Like, you never know. And then she's like, hey, ain't that what a lot? I put that knife away, bitch, before you have an accident. Yeah, she speak English. Ain't that what uh Alazo said train day? You better learn that shit. Uh-huh. She, you got some good aim. She that knife just like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, be careful that knife, bitch, before you get cut. Ain't, no, ain't nothing funny. I don't know why it's funny when a woman calls another woman a bitch. It's just I'm so confused now because now they call it with a term of endearment. I'm like, ah, whatever. I guess. I mean, it's just friends you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like we do. What's up? You know what we say? Hey, nigga, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Don't let, no, I don't know, Korean dude doing that. Okay, I'm watching black. <laughs> okay. So I just look. These games, these are the quarterfinals tonight. Yes. One of these teams hopefully will win the, it all. Got the Knicks and Bucks, or either the Suns and Lakers. It's gonna be the Pacers, baby. <laughs> and I'm sure Hoosiers, Tyrese Halliburton season. Yeah, Man, he got some strong ass teeth. Hell yeah, right like a little monkey. Right like a little monkey. You tiger, said you tiger, tiger teeth. teeth, just being racist as hell. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Go pull on it. I go the money right there. Uh, so that's how they smuggling the money. June Tide would be proud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last, the last day, you messed up my plans. I'm gonna get my money one way or another. Yeah, put in your pocket. Uh, look, 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 look. Yeah, that may uh, move greasy. I'm taking it for evidence. Uh huh. How you think they pay for them suits? Yeah, <laughs> very famous place. James Carter moving nasty out here. No, he not. There's evidence. Oh, okay. Like you wouldn't. Who are we taking the money from? It's fake anyway. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Ain't like we take some of our pensions money. Yeah, I steal some drug dealer money if I thought I'd get away with it. No. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> you know it's hard to knock somebody out with one punch. That's why they got back up. I like that. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Tucker. He's doing a lot more physical comedy than I think he would. He is. Yeah, I guess they paid you enough money to do that. Cause you know who ain't doing that? May he rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Yeah. So who's the funniest person you can think of being a prop from Jackie Chan around this time frame? Around this time frame, two thousand and one. That was just like it, it don't have to make sense. You can pick anybody. I don't know. I'm just imagining Bernie Bill Mac. Bellamy? 
No, you like that's because you like fast lane. Do you <laughs> listen? No matter if I, I like, like it fast lane too, you want if any show. I'm like that shit was alright. Man, stop playing, man. Look, I didn't grow up on Saved by the Bell, so it's not even that. Yes. We all you ain't have to grow. Tiffany, Tiffany Amber's Amberson with Amber Thiessen. Thiessen, yeah. Man, listen, you ain't had to watch Saved by the Bell. You saw the way she looked on there. Billy the crackhead. Man, stop, man. You gonna stop? <laughs> yeah, I remember her. I, I used to be on that stuff. No, it's the episode. I think she like was undercover. She got uh-huh. hooked up again. 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 Like, damn, Billy, chill uh, out. Billy the basehead. That show didn't I, get. I I just wanted that show to have a a beautiful ending. It just got that, fucked. That they got all them niggas. Right. No, no. Fox was real good for having shows that they liked the castle. No, but remember the, the strike back then fucked it up. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. They're gonna take the money casino, swap out fake money for real money. Not the same time. I keep saying I'm gonna so go. They already know the plan is, so they they taking the money to launder in Vegas, which is smart. You know what? My trip to Vegas may happen next year because I keep saying I want to go. I'm gonna go soon. What do you mean? What do you mean, Mac out? What do you mean, fly? Now they're back on. I would say Carter's home turf. They always in Vegas. Yeah, Vegas ain't that far from Los Angeles, though. Yeah, I guess he know you know how to move here. I mean, they, try, they probably travel. Cops be going to Vegas all the time. Man, going to Versace shop. You know what time it is. Some type of place. You walk up in there. They know we have security. Uh, <laughs> oh, here you go. Boy, Jeremy Piven <laughs> playing a part on the run. <laughs> Something from the kids' department. Like, stop making fun of me. Ah, uh, couples dress alike. Wait, couples. It's in a couple thing. Working at Dangerous Capes, you need some clothes. <laughs> well, there's a lot of men chasing. <laughs> I'm just sure you have to worry about. No, the behind the scenes. Outtakes is hilarious from the scene right here. Oh, because yeah, he got him cracking up because he just uh-huh. he just doing the pivot thing. Big broad shoulders, croc skin. You, croc skin. Hey, sweetness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's got fire to him, honey cups. Uh-huh. Honey cups. <laughs> I know I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. Like, wow, we was horrible back then. You know, the funny thing, it used to be a lot worse. Oh yeah. We like see, we Jackie see. Jackie like Jackie Jane laugh like, he, he, he likes you. you. We saw low down dirty Shane. So yeah, we know the damn eighties. Ooh, <laughs> I used to treat gay people. Oh, look at Jackie Shane looking like Jet Li. You see a little boppy head going uh, too. Okay, Jackie. Yeah, yeah. You can see that. You can man. You want to know how I got Rosalind Sanchez? He came up like I, I got the juice. Yeah, you he can't. Like evil. He like an evil white. You can't man. trust him. That's the evil uh, Popeye daddy. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of weight on him. Hey, tell us, tell us a story about this drag. Yo, Ricky Tan. Like I heard that stupid story going up as a kid, fucking Americans. <laughs> Just out here, you know what he is. What he is a culture vulture. Oh, he uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just <laughs> cosplaying a old ancient Chinese secret. That's why. Why you think Ricky Tan be rolling it out looking at him like you fucking cracker? <laughs> I 
That looked fun. Oh, one of the reasons I lost weight be easy to get suits. So I won't get more suits. Because people people are dumb enough to treat you better if you dress differently. That's a good reason to have it. I'm gonna take advantage of it. No, I said my goal is to dress like Henry Cavill on Mission Impossible. <laughs> That's my goal. Oh, can we talk about um Carter suit? What about it? It's Croc. That shit, yeah. Can't everybody wear that shit? There ain't everybody. Most fit. people can't wear that. Yeah. That's like some Ric Flair would try and fail to wear. <laughs> Here she go. Like, I got to be on the cover. So can you trust her? Can you not trust her? That's the whole thing. It's like, I don't know if she's dirty or not. I, I mean, she's like, she talking in his yes. ear. He like, I hear you, baby. Yes. The makeup, makeup people did wonders on her. Look, Jackie, you got the chain on and everything. I ain't noticed the uh, chain. Yeah, she out here snuggling like that. He, yeah, he can't handle it. I, you like, he asked the right question, though. I don't know if I trust you. She got to put, she got to apply pressure. He's like, I don't know if I can trust you or not. Good Lord, man, like, right there. yeah, I'm like, I got the what? juice. Hey, look, 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 he playing. And hey, look at me while he out here just having a good old time. Uh huh. Hey, what you doing, man? You supposed to be working. I will say he do look sharp in that suit. Oh yeah, it look dope on him. I don't know how, but yeah, y'all dance with some bimbo. That was Isabella. Like, oh, how you get scammed, huh? I mean, like, would you stop trusting her? What is wrong with you, boy? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Here, talking about oh, I just need help with my phone bill. <laughs> you stupid. You can help me, right? Together, like you gotta be going to the count room for the stress seat. That's the homie. And you know what, Chris? I get to cook. He like, oh like, yeah, showtime to follow. The beauty of having a charismatic comedian is like you know you only script. Just do your thing for five minutes, mm-hmm. and it works. Just do your thing, and we'll just keep filming. Mm-hmm. It's a reason. Like if you're a comedian, you look halfway decent. You gonna get in Hollywood, like fifty grand. So you got money. They, that's the one thing about America. They like, I don't care how I look, but I got the money. Treat me respect. Mm-hmm. And here you go. You're like, give me five hundred dollars because I'm black. I assume that you only you only think I could four five hundred dollars, huh? No, I did not mean that, sir. I'm not a racist. You know, some of my best friends. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> I always laugh at Sin City. Uh-huh. As yeah, as you should. Cause it took me a long time to catch that line. Some of my best friends are. I had to have the caption. I couldn't say what well, this is. I'm racist. You take my. Here you go. You taking it back to slavery. Oh wow! So from the Hollywood handle, Brad Pitt was originally set to play Cable in Deadpool too. That would have been, been interesting. Wild. Yeah. Well, though Josh Rowland did an awesome job. Oh, yeah. That Josh Rowland got to be Cable and Thanos the same damn time. That shit is wild. That man, that man got his nerd card. <laughs> got, got, is he basically playing a whole racist line? No, maybe like, why don't you calm down? Make some money. We have a good time. I'm not calm down. I got a problem. Got security on. They did this all this. So you can see, yeah, he do like Ric Flair with that suit on. 
and not in the see he it looks better than do on Rick Flair. I got a question with you, Jeff. Yeah, Can you answer it? for me. Yeah, what's that? Why the older Ric Flair get the worse he dressing? Cause uh Fifi ain't telling him nothing. Like you look like why are you dressed like Michael P.S. Hayes? You are Ric Flair. He's dressing like somebody old. He's just like Michael P.S. Hayes. You Ric Flair, you was the sharpest man in wrestling. You know how to wear a suit? Just throw on a regular suit. Stop dressing like a scammer. Yeah. That's what bothered me. Like he know better. When we get you dress better as you get older, he dressing worse. Get him to sneaky as hell. Man, the fact that he that's hard to do. The fact that he 48 and can do that shit. It's crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Tom Cruise is like, oh shit, you got me on camera. Oh shit, oh shit indeed. No, all somebody do is look up. It's an old thing. You playing Metal Gear style, you keep getting hit by the cameras. So leave me alone. How do you think he did sneaky? You got that suit on. Looking like a drug kingpin. Like, oh yeah, I'm working. I'm just checking the count, and that's all these cameras keep eyeballing you. That's like the second time. Man, Oslot would have been up there in the in the quickness. <laughs> you looking like oh shit? Oh, is that another camera? God damn, boy, they got you and in all the cameras. Yeah, they what got, they got him in four twenty. That's four twenty. <laughs> Try to hide behind somebody. He's trying his best, fighting close quarters. I know that slide under the gate had to hurt because they showed the time. When he yeah, that first one like the one that fucked him up. Hey, boy, that's the that's the king of QTC right there. He's using environment based attacks. Yeah, ain't nowhere in the world I'm trying that. Damn. And then get and then guess who there to end this and shit. Here she go, Miss. I'm gonna kick you in the face. I'm a final boss. Stop playing with me. Yeah, she insane. I'm gonna put a grenade in your mouth. Just looking like that. We that's the whole thing. She is gorgeous herself, too. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. Like this, like yeah, it is like they look at some beauty queens that can fight. I'll push this then they blow 32 teeth in your brain. Smiling. You're like, let's let's take saying and make him a beautiful woman. It basically did a rush hour too. Two hundred thousand, sir. Boy. Yeah, maybe that's how he got all that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Right, he moving to, yeah, he moving a certain type of way. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's a casino to like this shit. You also won't be losing money. <laughs> Free at last. <laughs> it's funny. It, oh my god! It's funny how the wind changing with Mercedes now. What everybody saying uh-huh. right now? They like, oh, it's I, not fair. Yeah, y'all know it's about to happen. Yeah, they know. They the AEW had their chance. Yeah, you had it. Maybe, maybe the injury did kind of mess it up, but oh well. It's fun while it lasts. Hey, look and look who alive. So <laughs> you hand them back absolutely nothing. Final boss. He like what the fuck? Oh, that's that's the real American dream. I thought you were dead. She like, hey baby, a metal and a most beautiful U.S. custom agent. Man, he out here living the dream. I'm back in business. I print out money, and they they get back squat. 
That's you, me. You look ridiculous. He <laughs> <laughs> ain't had to say that, but man, fuck. I'll turn be looking at Ric Flair now. Yeah. It's, it's too bad. Like father, like son. It's about to knock you out the box, too. Don't be talking about my father. This asshole trying to scam me. Why do you think he's going to get away with like They don't got cameras everywhere. So trustworthy and loyal. You never trust a white man. But don't trust him either. Oh, he got the head on. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he cooking now. Uh-huh. You know he cooking. He got white folks going crazy for him. Mm-hmm. And doing his Michael uh, Jackson uh, shit. Like, all right, get off the table, sir. All right, sir, you doing too much. Yeah. All right, come on now. That's how John, that's what John C. was. He jumped in the crowd. He's like, all right, get out of here. Tell me to get rid of you. See, he knew when it's he knew when it's up. Cash me out, find a grand. I'm done. Yeah, a lot of folks don't know when to get the fuck get out. Um, running back. I said a million. Uh, <laughs> and they out there at the bar, like I had it and I lost it. They I got here. bills. My last twenty dollars. Help me. Work. Go fund me. She is. She is insane. Oh yeah. Kill the great Inspector Lee. What do you think Jigsaw would say to her? You spent all your life. I thought through it, you'd be begging me to push this button. <laughs> Jigs up. That's how Amanda was moving. Oh, here she go. Get off my man, bitch. <laughs> Basically, she's going to push anywhere. For somebody who not trained Fire Rising Sanchez was faking it. Oh, yeah. She out here doing spin kicks with a dress and a split. Hey, do what you got to do. Yes. I mean, that's the whole thing. When you're a dancer, you're athletic. She got a dance background. As a man, you want so much money, we got to get you some escorts. Oh, yeah. I don't want you to get robbed out here. Oh, shit. Try to kick her in loafers. Oh, my God. You see that leg? Yes, I see both <laughs> of them. Uh, you know, and she like, all right, fuck all this fighting shit. I'm going to shoot you. She said, I'm going to blow your head off. Well, you going to kiss me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sexual assault. Oh, knee to the nuts. Well, I guess you can trust Rosalind Sanchez after all, as he got kicked <laughs> face first through a window. So he never cashed out. No, he still got that other money. And she ready to blow his, blow his brains out. Oh, you didn't let me kill him? I, I got something for you. Catch this hot shit. You're like, who is this wild little Asian man running around? They got tape around his hands and his <laughs> mouth. Will somebody help him? Mm-hmm. They about to get me on. They, they chasing him. <laughs> he trying to beat the shit out of someone. For a second, wild out. What a damn stick. Yeah, Chris Tucker is athletic. That's something I can kind of take for granted. It's like he is running around, moving. Uh, she goes, she's like, a, yeah, enough of this kung fu shit. I got the. I what, got what Chris Tucker said when white people see guns go go out, they start yelling and screaming. Why is she bomb? Like, what's that light in your mouth? Yes. 
It's like, oh, shit. I'm ball. <laughs> She's like, I'm out. <laughs> you know, she bad. She just, she it, just jumped out. Uh huh. Shot in the shoulder. It's funny looking. Shot in the ass. <laughs> there she goes. So she wasn't dirty after all. She's a real secret service agent. Damn, Jackie. You were almost there. Uh, almost. Why is she ready to murder people? No why. Bomb. Yeah, her, that's what she did from the first place. Keep the, keep going. <laughs> she didn't give a damn where the bomb was. She just gonna hit the button. Like somebody gonna die. You sure you want to go to Vegas? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not have to see it. It's shit like that. <laughs> Say, mm, 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 boom. <laughs> Ricky, you're like Ricky Tan dead. Oh, she like forget the kicking. You know how mad somebody be throwing fucking spear at you. Mm. I mean, so I got he, he still can't help him. So like, I, you can beat my ass the whole movie. I still like you because you're attractive. And you know, hey, here you go. I got this. That's why we wore the leather. It's like armor. And she's like, oh, a word. <laughs> a very beautiful man with a perfect body. You sound like Donald Glover. <laughs> like, all right, you want to go? You've been talking shit the whole movie. I got stuff for your ass. <laughs> She she laughing like guess what? This a real kung fu movie because she don't fight fair. <laughs> we know how they get there. Pull out a stone sword and we just here to save the day after getting shot. Oh, just got shot in the arm. I didn't I know what side, side you was on. Nah, you do. I got shot for your ass. He is swinging with a stone ass sword too. You smell good. <laughs> he can't help himself. No, he can't. This woman is trying to kill you, boy. The funniest thing is, he went this fight off a fluke. Yeah, this is some slight like saw, <laughs> like like Danny Glover and saw. <laughs> you know, the more the more more I watch saw, Danny Glover got what he deserved. I'm doing what you sing. <laughs> you know, I watched that shit like recently again, just to background you know noise. This fight scene is hilarious because she is beating his ass and only and lose off a fluke. It's crap. He ain't getting through that. Nah, he'd have been dead. That shit. Cr- and oops, got caught with a spear off the ricochet. It wasn't just the crop; it was the money. See, you say money don't bring happiness. <laughs> Save his life. You could have been a good couple. You could have had something special. But you you want crazy, crazy ass, ass bitch. bitch. I mean, so I got the plates. I'm up. Spoiler, spoiler that's not the last we see of her. <laughs> Which is wild. Right? You go. Where you going? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> American Little Gamble. I was just I was coming to find you. I'm 
cutting out there. Should never trust a white man. You mean these plates? Why did he think he was just gonna get over a Ricky Tan like that? Oh, I got a gun. Because he was white. Yeah. Like that dragon in the chest. I like that story. You know the moral of that story? Prison us all. Stab his ass. I hate that fortune cookie shit. <laughs> uh, that shit hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you bought See? Messed around, bought a gun to a knife fight. Just like your father. <laughs> I tried to help him, you know. Share with him. Make your life better. Yeah, he could have been paid. You out here running around being all sweaty for nothing. You too weak. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all, right, all right, special way. Look, man, you had it made. <laughs> you think you funny, huh? I caught that. <laughs> And motherfuckers looking at that shit talking about, so, oh, I know Fat Joe was lying. Man, the way you special ed tell y'all back in the day, stop playing with me. Hey, Rod, lying. Yeah, I, I don't know why y'all here believing these rappers. I would hope they be lying. The ones you need to worry about, the ones not lying. Yeah, yeah that's also true. Yeah, go ahead, shoot them. Like you tell you, your father died. Yeah, he is trying to mess with his emotions. He died begging. Begging. Mm-hmm. Like a dog. <laughs> like a dog. Get him out of here. Like he was so pathetic. Yeah, and I shoot it. Yeah, I'd like that too. Let me talk about my dad. Yeah, you hide like your father. Can't do it. Called, you basically call me a coward. Shoot him. Yeah, come on. Oh, yeah, Kyle I almost got shoot him. Kung Fu his ass. Kyle oh, almost got his ass card. shot. Mm-hmm, talking that shit. Whoop. Yeah. yeah. See, he wanted to shoot him until he was almost hurt. Um, Carter. Mm-hmm. He spin kicked him out a damn window. Damn. Right, man, when I was saying it. Yeah. Damn, he ain't gonna be in rush hour three. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny as hell. <laughs> it's, it's an accident. He says he tried to catch a cat. And like, who going out this? Like, yeah, I'm taking you with me. Yeah, this bitch crazy. She came up with a suicide. She came up with a suicide bomb. Yeah. That shit said eight seconds a minute ago. You should take it. Yeah, she was nuts. <laughs> Like, no, I'm taking you with me. <laughs> Look, we saw we saw Civil War crossbones. Yeah, I get it with his goofy ass. I get it with her. My boss, I'm about to, what you gonna do? Go to the hospital? She'll be all right. Boy, them in Heights, I swear. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope those are stunt doubles. <laughs> Jackie, we never know. I'm hoping with both of them. <laughs> you never know. Because it's like, oh, I almost got hit by Optimus Prime. Look at Lee, thinking fast. Carter ain't. I mean, he ain't trained for that. 
imagine doing this and it's almost it's still almost getting hit this by another shit truck. Absolutely turned into some Looney Tunes shit. Yes, it did. Can I believe I flew ten thousand miles for this shit? Yeah. Yes, it did. So they saved the day. And first secret service gotta apologize. Yeah, we thought you was clown. Mm-hmm. Handle stuff again. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what happened between this and rush hour three that Leah damn down car a traffic cop. Yeah, I can't remember. Hey, looking like oh, okay, I see y'all over here. See you in court. Look at that, Jackie, the love interest. Mm-hmm. I know Jet Lee is mad that he never let me get over to Leah. <laughs> right? We teased around it, but we never nice. did it. Here they go. It's nice working with you. Hope I see you again. Uh, gritty. She like, yeah, I got him. Mm-hmm. Save his life. I mean, save her life. Yeah, she's smiling. Like, okay. And you playing it off. But you're walking away, not looking back. <laughs> like he Robert, like he Robert Forson, Jackie Brown. I'm a player. Oh, so that's why I went to New York. Uh-huh. Not, not, just, not just to see the Knicks. Yeah, not just to see the bum-ass Knicks. Stop playing with me. I mean, it's 2001. They, they, they went to the finals two years ago. Uh, whatever. Seeing Marcus Cannon. Uh-huh. Chelsea, well, they seen Spreewell. Look at that. Look at it. Look, you don't want to go. Huh? Mm-hmm. What's up? That's the homie. Oh, I said that handshake. I always think about Metal Gear Solid 2. When Snake and Alicante that shit. I'm like, boy, y- y'all cut this goofy shit out. I can't take your daddy's badge. I can let it go. Nasty. Funny how they just had this big, um, this friendship daisy happened with the span of a week. I mean, like, what the fuck? Only 10 grand. He got at the table at Caesars this morning. Mm-hmm. The homie gave him 10,000. Come on, man. What you want? Let's, let's go chill out. Yeah, yeah live it up. Yeah, I'll let you know who your hobbies are, who not. <laughs> we'll give you 10 grand as money. Let's have fun. It took him a long time to say this to you. Yeah. First class. Hello, Mushu. No Mushu. I can use another vacation. Yeah, sum up. I ain't sure what's up. We need to talk about more of our Carter's fiascos and the way he worked. Because he yeah, just had a vacation. How are you going to take another vacation? I got enough time to take two vacations. But while you on vacation saying, hey, uh, I'm putting more vacation time? Uh, I'm sure oh, it don't. Maggie Chu, Maggie Chu was in this. Okay. I didn't recognize it. Ernie Ray's you. Yeah, these outtakes are nuts. Uh-huh. Yeah, getting sad. Ooh. No, it was the second one that fucked him up. Ah! Shit, yeah. Plant? Yard. <laughs> no, he ain't okay. Jackie always yeah, Jackie okay. always okay. Boy, y'all be talking about Perk Angle. <laughs> Shit. Good filter fish. Silk fish? Whoever that white lady was repeating this, she got mad. Get filter! Get filter fish! Get filter! Get filter fish! Get filter fish! I don't even know what Gefilte Fish is. The first time I heard it was watching this movie. Me too. You know something about Gefilte Fish? Man, Gefilte Fish? Oh. 
Gefilterfisch! Gefilterfisch! I just asked my wife, did she ever have fish? She was like, nope. Yeah. Who, are, who is eating lots and bagels? Oh, shit. <laughs> he fell back. Yeah, it's hard to do, especially with a bagel. Yeah. They did the kip up. Jackie, kick it. All right, Chris Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kept Jackie calling him Jackie. That's how you know they've been hanging around each other. Uh, his name is Lee, goddammit. <laughs> Got War Machine upset. I'm a professional, ex. <laughs> Always way to go to this one. Dream to square mark. <laughs> Do people forget how hard it is, you know, for yeah. him to speak English, so. Like, if it's not your native language and yeah. you're acting in it, every guard, I'm nervous. Madison Square Guard. Oh, funny thing when somebody call him on set. You're <laughs> filming, man. <laughs> oh, this scene right here. You're a very good looking man. I take it wrong. Bubble bath. Wings on you, inspect your little bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be funny. He actually first Tucker breaking. Yeah. Oh, here comes my call. <laughs> like, yeah, your phone on vibrate. Hello, I'm filming, man. That's the life. That's my call. I'm filming. I'm doing rush hour. Yeah, hey, Jackie, like, man, we working. What's going on here? Can I talk to Jackie Chan? We are filming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry about this. <laughs> we filming right now. She wasted all our fuel. You won't be the rush hour three. You ain't gonna be rush hour three. Sir, that was rush hour two. It is amazing. They had the chemistry they had. Oh yeah. With a guess. No, and just just doubt. seeing a clip, you see the two of them. You're seeing this um Jackie Chan, like, yeah, you're a funny black man. <laughs> you just got this kind of you smirk, like, yeah, you know, I, I fuck with you. That's pretty much it. So, we doing part three or not? You tell. It's your movie next week. It's on you. <sighs> it's funny because we have done. It's precedents that we don't do it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in the. I'm not in a rush to do it. So. Yeah. On one hand, we did all three Matrix movies. That was On different. the other hand, we didn't do Blade Trinity. That's true. So we can play it. Man, we gonna push it aside because it's like yeah, because um, it's gonna be like, which means we probably will never do it. We we'll we'll probably do it we next might year. Do one of those forgotten sequel months. Nah. So, yeah. Oh, since I'm glad you said that because I need to go back and see what movies we've done. So that could be like a whole month of just finishing up stuff. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so I'm up, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do a different sequel. Okay, the one that we didn't get. We oh, I, I got. No, I actually don't have an idea what we gonna do. I was about to say I got an idea. We gonna do, but we ain't even do the first one. So go ahead. No, we are doing Lethal Weapon two. Didn't we do Lethal Weapon two? 
We did Lethal Weapon One. We were going to do Lethal Weapon Two. Oh, something I know. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember. I I went and watched all of them. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So right. we going back. Okay, and we and we doing Lethal Weapon Two because we were going to do Lethal Weapon Two, and I think did we? What did we do instead? I can't. Well, something came out that we decided that just came out like on streaming, and we decided to do maybe it was um, harder they fall. It might have been. I feel like that was around that time. So we rate, you know, with the disclaimer, we do not represent the words and actions of Mel Gibson at all. But it's just funny. I picked this movie for very topical reasons, just to show that, like, yes, there was a time where apartheid was not cool, and even we knew that. But it's just, it's just hilarious, like seeing. You know why I picked the movie? Why is that? Because I'm thinking about what happened with Melissa Barrera, mm-hmm. and just how we just kind of like, you know, you support Palestine, you might lose your damn job. And it just amazes me that Lethal Weapon 2 exists. Yeah. Mel Gibson, of all people, fighting against white supremacists, <laughs> whose main issue is that Danny Glover had the nerve to be black and in charge. I mean... And it's just accepted that apartheid, is just like South Africa's the villains, apartheid is bad. Mm-hmm. And it's a Hollywood action blockbuster movie where that's the basically background of that. And the fact that that came, like, it's, yeah, American, Hollywood used to be bold, because you got that, and, like, Rambo 3, and it was like, they didn't give a fuck back in the day. Now, it's like, oh, it's like, you know, there's certain movies you don't even come out, it's like, we don't say bad things against China, because we want to come out in China, so we can't, you know, even mention certain things. Like, there's a reason why they changed the ancient one in Doctor Strange, and why the ancient one is not going to bed anymore, because they want that Chinese money. I'm not saying it's a right thing or wrong thing. I just say that for Hollywood moves differently than they used to move. So we're going back in the day where they did fuck and they moved any way they wanted to move. And Lisa Weapon 2 is my favorite Lisa Weapon. You know, it's funny that you say that about movies and, you know, just how they were back then. I remember early on, maybe early last year or maybe two years ago, where we was, I was, I questioned, I said, are we going to do True Lies? And, you know, you were telling me, you know, your feelings and thoughts about it. And I watched the movie and I was like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know if you could ever like, I don't know if this could be made. This could be, this could be made no. now. No. No. I mean, no, I would say normally no, but I'm like, yeah, because guess what? Y'all treat Arabs and Muslims horribly. And mm. y'all, and the funny thing is, they didn't always do that because the 80s ain't do that. It started night, like it started night. That's why people point out true lies. Like true lies is the first big one where I noticed that, and then it was just a run where it was like, yeah, he just dude, like he was just blowing up planes and blowing up buildings. And '90s was movies, and then we got 24, and we got Homeland, and I was like, even now, like you get some Netflix stuff, and it's like it hasn't, it's slowed down, but it hasn't really stopped. It's just wild where it's like, because even lonesome, even like the movies now, it's the whole thing is like, oh, it's one good guy. We got to get him out the country. Now it's like a white soldier got to get a translator out the country for the Taliban kills him. Like that's what's called nuance. But I was like, yeah, y'all was moving, y'all was moving real musty from the 90s to now. Mm. And I remember watching True Lies and it's just funny where I guess I was a teenager mm-hmm. and it didn't really, I didn't really notice it that much. And then I got older. I was like, that movie, that's a that's one of those good movies that's very problematic. Cause between that and 
Arnold Schwarzenegger is moving nasty. In that <laughs> as far as getting with all the stuff, he terrorizing Jamie Lee Curtis because he basically like sexually assaulting her under false pretenses. For no doubt, I want to see if she really loved me. Mm-hmm. And it's and but all, <laughs> people think of that movie, they think about how how awesome Jamie Lee Curtis looked in that movie and what she did. And it's a fun movie, but didn't age well. It's the best way to put it. You are right about that, sir. So, and it's just funny thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger because it's like he's doing TV. Nicholas Cage, <laughs> he want to do TV because he saw Breaking Bad. How about that? Nick, Nicholas Cage says, "Shit, let me get this TV money real quick. Hook me up. Give me an AMC I mean, show." I mean, because he had a point where it's like he said, "Like I've done everything I can do in movies, so I got nothing else to say." Yeah, and it's and he's just funny. He had such a career where it went from a character actor to a movie star. To a joke, to a respected character actor, to a movie star again. It's wild that he was around so much of this. Did like he he basically worked himself back into relevancy. Yeah, absolutely. When you're good at something, the cream rises to the top, right? So he just uh, rose again. And normally don't work that way. Normally we get stuck in that whole streaming lane. You never get out. You don't get back out. It's Man, rare where you fall in those waters and you like get out. Of well, you know, he just kept around. He just kept putting out good shit, and it was just like, oh, wait a minute, we forgot. No, you're really good at this. Let's get him back. Yeah, let's back up. I think it becomes a point where it's like you you get past the caricature and you think about how Nicolas Cage. And you think about so many things, then you forget. Like, yes, he's actually an excellent actor. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the work he gets. And he had, and it's like he's done a lot of stuff. But he had enough good stuff where it just kind of like shined out. And it's like you know, at the end of the day, people want to root for Nicolas Cage because he might seem like a weird guy, but he don't seem like a bad guy. Mm, like, yeah, he seemed like a. I mean, I wouldn't call him normal either, but he don't. He seems like a nice guy. Like you want to root for him. No, I was thinking about Nick Cage. I just got an email. They finally gonna mail my um my copy of Face Off. It came out. It's coming out 4K this year. Mm-hmm. I ordered it like back in May. Pre-ordered it. And I forgot all about it, and I just uh-huh. misbuilt me. Yeah, yeah. Because guess what? Christopher Nolan had to shame y'all folks into like, yeah, buy the 4K. Yeah. They can't take it away like these stinky streaming services. Yeah. As we see with these streaming services, oh yeah, we were moving Scooby Doo, we moving I, this. like they they just snatching shit I, up. I saw what happened to those folks who bought shit on uh, the Sony PlayStation, and somewhere there was they gave they sent the emails out. Hey, sorry, but <laughs> and it can't be here no more. And I'm like, shit. Yeah, I stopped buying digital copies after what happened with my PS3. I you like, know what. You, Somebody had. Like, I lost. I lost my license. They say I lost my license for it, and I couldn't play none of. I had like seventy something games, and they like, oh, they don't work no more. I was like, you know what? Eventually, I got them back. I'm like, never again. I was like, Magneto X Men. <laughs> you ain't never. You ain't never getting me again with this. We've already established that I'm gonna be back into the uh, collecting 4Ks anyway. But the thing about it is, I just gotta remember. Hey, just wait it out. Make sure you got a digital code. You know what I mean? All right, so I'm paying. You know, I pay for the digital, but I'm paying for the hard copy. I'm good. So yeah, huh? I just brought the 4K complete series of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It was on sale from Amazon, and I'm thinking it might be you because I guess I try to put the digital copy. You know what they said? It expired. Jesus. And fortunately, 
it's already on HBO Max, and yeah. I don't care that much because I bought it mainly for the the 4K for the this. I've been so damn mad otherwise. Wait, is this the wait a minute? You bought was it last season? The whole, or, no, or the whole thing, the whole series. Oh, okay. I thought you bought the last season. I'm like, uh, oh. no, I brought the whole series because it's like I wanted. I'm doing a thing now where I'm getting stuff in 4K if possible. I'm trying to get as much, many physical copies as possible because I'm not trusting you stream. Like, oh, oh, I wanted to watch this series. It ain't you can't watch it no more. You gotta buy, and then you try to buy it. It's like triple the price. So yeah, because it's like. With Best Buy talking about we're not gonna be in a Blu-ray DVD series like Blu-ray ser- thing anymore in the future, and WLE talking about we're not doing anymore. It's like it's funny how all these people want to move away from making Blu-rays and 4Ks when all these streaming servers at the same time is like you may not be able to get this stuff. And this yeah, let's go have them rethinking yeah. things. Like I saw, like you know, they like WandaVision got released on 4K, and like I know this Marvel start releasing this stuff on disc and everything. Can you remember Marvel? Like it took the longest time for them to do stuff in 4K. It was like Blu-ray up until I'm trying to think what's the first Marvel I can remember that was like 4K. It might have been. It wasn't almost like Phase Three because before that it was just Blu-ray only. My only my issue right now is I don't know where to fucking start. Pick what you like. I don't know if I pick what I like or just start picking the movies that currently that I like. But like I said, I'm just picking movies that, you know, I think what I'm going to do is run through the Marvel movies first. Well, no. Because I keep saying I probably I probably end up getting Oppenheimer and Tenet sometime this month. Oh, I had to, you got to wait till Oppenheimer get back in stock. Yeah, I know. But those two probably be my oh, first two. That's wild. It's funny. I, it's funny listening to the people who like push for like, you know, get the art in the best way possible. Cause McQuarrie and Tom Cruise like that too. You know, cause they were the first ones to mo take off that soap opera settings on your damn TV and watch the right way. <laughs> they basically tell they basically guilt people to calibrate their TVs. This and it's funny. I was telling people at work, like I get mad. People be buying these nice ass TVs. Yeah, like, I saw your fucking tweet. Man. I saw that tweet. I was like, yeah. yeah. It is. Cause it's like you're spending Sidebars don't even cost that much these days. I ain't saying get the top of the line, but I'm like, it is no point if you're spending four figures for a TV and you're not spending the least getting a decent sound bar, you're wasting your time. What you doing? People don't people do not realize how much you miss when you don't have sound. And one of the disadvantages of these TVs is being Having the thinness of a TV come with consequences. You ain't got speakers, which means everything, nothing sounds right. You got, because if you turn up too much, then the dialogue um, overwhelms everything else and just sound horrible. And I've seen some of the new TVs where the, the screen itself is one big speaker, but mm-hmm. I, people ain't trying to, yeah. You, my, I laugh at like that. If you're spending $7,500 for a TV, chances are you either don't care about sound or you care about sound enough that you got a speaker system. Yeah, so all right, folks, you I know y'all went and got that Black Friday TVs. Make sure y'all get you get some sound. Get a sound bar. Get a video sound bar. Yeah, I ain't telling everybody because, like, look, I'm spoiled and privileged where I have surround sound on damn, every TV I have in the house. And I got five TVs. So do the math. But I care enough about sound to do that. And I did. You know what's shaming at doing that? Oh, what's that? You play Metal Gear Solid, right? Mm-hmm. One of your favorite games. You know that part where you find the high helicopter? Yeah. 
and you call Colonel Campbell, they tell him about Snake. Use your speakers to pick up with a, with a helicopter coming yeah, from. Yeah, doing a lot of talking. And, and guess what? <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a stereo TV. Yeah, you hear that motherfucker. <laughs> like, oh, it's Colonel. Can't hear from it. Snake, you don't have some rap? You don't have stereo? <laughs> oh, no. And I was so damn pissed. Because you know what happened? I had a stereo TV, but one of the speakers was out. And I didn't realize it until then. So they laughed at me. <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, you know what? Whenever I get a TV again, I'm going to always have my sound on point. And, and I, was, I was in pharmacy school and I was poor. I'm like, I told myself one day that will never happen again. And I started with like this, you know, sound bar. And then in the little five and one speaker thing, they had the pro, you know, little receiver. They worked my way up and then learned how receivers work with speaker wires. Man, and then subwoofers. Boy, you watch Heat with a good surround sound, or to make you watch certain movies, and you'll never go back. I've had my I had my parents come over. They're like, oh yeah, I can hear the, I can hear everything. I'm like, yeah, it's hard going back when you actually hear stuff. Like in certain movies, you have no idea what you're missing if you don't have the right sound. It's so much stuff that you don't even pick up on. It just makes it just change how you watch things. So yeah. I'm not gonna shame you know, like the same reason why certain movies I would never watch the Matrix on my phone. Fucking for what? <laughs> it's like it's certain stuff I watch on my phone. Like I don't watch shows on my phone anyway. It's certain stuff I watch on my tablet where it's stuff I've seen before, or it's like a comedy or like a drama. Action? No, I'm not doing that. And even with tablets got good sound like this. A- yes, I know I I sound like Tom Cruise, like here you go, trying to you watching 10% of your movie on the movie on your phone. I know how that sound like they do have a point. You can't, it's it's just like a waste of time unless it's something you've already seen it's in the background. But I am going to movies this week. What you going to go see? I'm gonna go see two movies, hopefully. Which are I had two completely different um reviews. Godzilla minus one uh-huh. and Solid Night. Okay. I mean, those two movies that I want to see too, so. Yes. And everything I heard from the Godzilla movie is it's a great movie. It's funny how we know Godzilla renaissance and then. Man, look, that that fucking new Godzilla Kong movie got me so hyped. They got Kong and Infinity Gauntlet on. <laughs> yeah. And motherfucking Godzilla got uh, some purple got pink that, shit going that, on. That, that, boy, that boy joined Dipset. <laughs> they really woke up Godzilla like, I need it. Big, big homie, I need, I need help. Yeah, can you look out for me? Like, it was respect when the movie ended, uh, Kong versus uh, Godzilla, but it was like, now it's like, you know, all I right. Know, you know, I know who watched those movies. I see Twitter people about, you know, Kong really won that fight. Like, oh, yeah. People care enough about that to argue about it on Twitter. That's how you know you made it. Yeah. And it's just wild where it's kind of like, they got a whole, like, it's, I always wonder how is that Apple has that show? And right, because I was thinking that I said, shouldn't this be on Max? But yeah. whatever, like, you know, I, I like Apple got that Apple money, and yeah, I know you haven't watched that show yet. You need to catch up on that show. Like, I do, yeah, but it's like it's just it's just funny where that's the one non comic movie franchise that did a universe that works because they the whole thing is we just here to have fun. Mm-hmm. We know exactly what it is. If it link up and link up, but they was all focused on was like they beat you over the head with linking stuff up. It was like you got guys, you got King Kong, and then they're gonna be together. And like it's funny where they didn't get together to the fourth movie, and boy, guys, it was making that damn work. 
I don't care what y'all say. He beat, he beat the shit out of him twice, especially the second time. He's like, don't don't get up again. Like, no, I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. I'm a uh, God, so King Kong thought he gonna hate for the axe or a new fear. Look, man, Kong. I, I don't give a fuck what happened. Kong, that dude. I'm saying he, cra- try, he tried. I, I give him credit because he tried, but guys, it was like, don't try that shit. I just, I'm just trying to figure out where in the world did somebody decide, like, oh no, Godzilla the one. He, he's the one. Why can't Kong be the one? Because an American Kong is the one. It's an American directed. That's that's how they, that's how I, I guess. Yeah. You know what was so funny? Godzilla would laugh at him. Got Kunko trying to swing away that second fight. He got nicked on the knee, and Godzilla was laughing. <laughs> oh, and yeah, that was that was during COVID era. Where it was like my two favorite movies during that era was Mortal Kombat and Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, and the fact that we get a sequence of both of them to show that it's like I'm I'm glad we can do stuff like that. It's like. It ain't trying to be realistic. I mean, it's, it, it, it know exactly what it is. It it's taking it like back it. to the old monster movies where you get the Godzilla movies, and it's just like people enjoy these movies because they had tons of them. People getting at them all. They making Godzilla to a WWE. I'm like, and somehow put like Godzilla used to be drop kicks. Yes, yes. Like that movie used to be like some of those movies were serious. Some of them were goofy as hell, and it's like, look, oh, Godzilla don't a, run, huh? Uh, okay. I, I see like I seen Godzilla saw his tap on his tail. Like y'all I'm glad that movie Twitter is getting eaten up when they try to be all super serious. Like have fun. You don't want to see it, don't see it. It sounds like who was that? Susan Sarandon? Who was that? Or was it no Jody Foster? Oh god. I hope y'all get tired of these movies. Why? Just say you don't want to see them. Yeah, it's okay if you don't like them, but to try to shame people. And I think that's what's happening. Some folks are being feeling shamed into not liking them now. So, but whatever. I'm getting tired of them. Like Ethan Hawke had the best idea. Like, like it's like, it's just like Westerns. Yep. That's all it is. He's like, I'm an actor. Cause like Ethan Hawke thing is like, if it's fun, I don't care what genre it is. He'll do any, if he feel like it's fun, that man will do anything. I mean, he as was, as long really- as he feel like it's fun. And if, if it's good, he, he is not this whole I'm overly pretentious yeah. and so like that man will do art house all day long. He he's but he'll, in, he'll be a but he'll be a vampire too. He don't give a shit. He did art house and he was in the Marvel universe. So yes, and it's like if Robert Redford can be in the MCU, anybody can get an MCU. Exact the mundo. Annette, like I don't think who hired Annette Bennett? Once you hit a certain age, you know who did the MCU. Like, yeah, before Nightcrawler came out, when was the last time you saw Renee Russo? The MCU was like all these old heads that they don't y'all make movies for anymore. The MCU giving them roles. And it's like, I know this whole it's this thing, and part of it's just kind of like I want to get this easy to kick comic movies in general and Marvel, particularly when they down. And it's like it's an easy target. But it's just like, look, if you don't want to watch them, don't watch them. And I'm just glad that some people realize it's a grift. And I'm real glad that Robert Downey Jr. You feel like you think like Tony Stark? Like fuck no, I'm an actor. <laughs> and is. they whole and it's like yes, they not bringing Iron Man back. These nerds losing relax. their damn mind out here. They got to relax. Just relax. Like we talk, we ain't gonna talk about it again. It's like y'all gonna be real hungry in 2024. Oh boy, because I'm a 2024 is a side mission. 
I'm just gonna call it what it is. You can find some things here and there, but cinema is a side mission. 2025 yes. is when this shit gonna drop. 2025 is gonna be a bloodbath. This is making you want to like move your date back. <laughs> yeah, because it's gonna be like 2025 might get too crowded. Yeah, think about all them people like you know, Fast and Furious. Did they do another John Wick? They do another mm-hmm. Mission Impossible. All them franchises that kind of. Yeah, I didn't. I just like, saw the Keanu want to do the Berserker movie. So he may get yeah. busy. I mean, that com- It's funny how that comic became such a big thing. It's I like. I'm glad Keanu Reeves. Is doing his thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he basically like I work. And I'm, 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 I work, have sex, drink wine, and mind my business. Mm-hmm. The way it should. I ain't, I ain't never want to watch Keanu saying nothing dumb. Oh, he might no. say something goofy, but he ain't gonna say nothing like, "Oh, I got cancel Keanu Reeves." So, <sighs> yeah. Um, it's... what's the last movie you saw? Last movie I saw. I just watched something. What the fuck did I just watch? Wasn't Scott Pilgrim? Cause the fuck did I just watch? Hold on, let me look. <clears throat> I know I just watched a movie. I just I hope so. <laughs> it ain't Rush Hour Two. What the fuck did I just watch? Um, it ain't the Millie Vanilli thing. Um, I had to be on something on Netflix. Let me check real quick. Well, why are you checking yeah. out the last movie I watched? May December. Oh, how was it? Ooh, it's it is it um entertaining movie, uncomfortable movie. So you know the story behind it? No. I don't know anything so about it. So it's with Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore, and Charles Belton, basically based on a true oh, story. Okay, sorry. About this Natalie Portman's playing this actress that's playing the portraying the story of Julianne Moore and Charles Moore. Basically, Julianne Moore when she was a teacher dated and had an affair with Charles Melth, uh, Charles Melty character. He was an underage when he was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And they end up getting married and having kids. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And it's just wild where it's like you must watch and you watch one. It's like Julianne Moore can act her ass off. We all know this. Natalie Portman can act her ass off. We all we all know this. I was just so amazed at how good Charles Melton is because he's basically a grown man playing like a adolescent like you can just look at him he don't like whenever you're around adults it never feel right when he does feel comfortable being around like when he's around his children he feel like he's their brother and it's get to a point where he realized like damn i got married to my rapist and i lost my childhood and he just sinks in one time because everybody around him like you know it's kind of weird right and he just brushing off, and then she, br- and then Julianne Moore is brushing off, and you see Natalie Portman kind of like come in here and mess up this life that needs to be messing up, and this her being an actress, like I'm gonna pretend to be Julianne Moore, I'm gonna pretend to do all of this, like do the stuff she do to try to figure out what's going on, and actually Natalie Portman ain't playing like a hero because, like, and she say, I like playing morally ambiguous characters, mm-hmm. so take so take that what you want in that movie. It's I was and. I'm not going to talk too much about it. You remember, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a reason a lot. It's a reason when that movie came out, a lot of people were bringing up his name. I'll let you do the research on that. Oh, shit. Did he do something crazy or something? He got married. He met his current wife when he was 18 years old. Ah. Uh, on the set of a movie. Okay. And 
she let's just put it this way she ain't she is not 23 okay she was directing a movie that he starred in okay got i got married. you i got you I had that yeah, yeah. it's like it's funny i remember seeing, i remember her i remember when they got married she took and he took her last name i don't know if people do that in hollywood and i remember it was an age gap but then i didn't realize i was like that seemed i thought like that seemed gross we realize like it ain't like this whole I'm like it's funny when we talk about the whole age thing. Like it could age gap doesn't matter when somebody meets like somebody like like Calissa Flockhart and Harrison Ford. They both old. So he being his sixties, her being her late thirties, forties, they grown don't matter. Like it's gonna be noticeable. Nobody gonna care that much. Same thing like um Michael Douglas, Captain Zeta Jones. Somebody like 19, 18, 19, 20, and somebody like they mid 30, like they 30s, it's like, what are we doing? What y'all even talking about? Mm-hmm. Even if it's borderline legal, it don't feel it's like, why? Why? Yeah, that's kind of some nasty business. And it's like, if it's and it's wild where when it's a man doing to a woman, everybody for the most part, understand, like, yeah, this kind of looks bad. When some woman doing some man, the same thing applies, but we be letting it slide, like, oh, well, you know, man, you just get a cougar. And it's like, you know, he ain't complaining. It's like, men get, men get raped and sexually assaulted all the time. We just treat it differently. Like, the only time we give it we give it more weight is when another man doing it. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes this whole, I'm losing my manhood. But it's like, I'm sure people been in high school, it's like, oh, you know, we're out here. Like when we did um juice. It's like old girl a nurse taking some high school. Yeah, she was moving kind of nasty out and there. And I never thought about that till we did it for the show. And it was like, huh? This, you know, this kind of this and it's funny, like it's always been a thing, and it's always weird, and it's kind of like it came up because it's like, you know, we listen to rap. That happened a lot. They have a lot of music. They have a lot in rap. A whole lot. And even when you listen to certain songs, like as we said, uh, big old butts sound a lot differently when you actually pay attention to the lyrics. LL Cool J is moving like a damn sexual predator. I'm driving up to high school in Jeep, beating a girl in swing. She only 17, but don't sleep. Huh? Like, I, it's funny how you said. I heard that song a million times. I never paid any mind. And then one day I was listening to my car and I heard that line mm-hmm. and I just made the ugly. I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why I took so long for the click. And I'm like, that's net. What you doing? Like, I know LL is a nasty ass man. He's music <laughs> anyway. But it was just like, I don't know why it never clicked for me until a certain point. I don't know if I was just more aware of it. Of like, you know, I've become more mature. That's probably what it is. Just yeah. Like, yeah, but it's just wild where it's like, I just heard that line. I was like, yuck. But hey, um, I, I don't even know how I forgot this, that this was the last movie I watched. Didn't didn't put it on Twitter. Just wanted to take it for myself and say, you know, why is it that Uncut Gems bothers me? And I watched it. That was the last thing I watched. I was like, I'm gonna let me just watch this by myself. Let me see him watch the movie. No tweeting. Just me and the movie. Still the same feeling. Nothing's changed. It's just a bunch of noise. Now it's some now 
as far as Adam Sandler and the character, okay, there's some good acting going on there. Like, you know, the character, but it's just a lot of everybody screaming. Yes. Even to the point of <laughs> Kevin Gardner, why the fuck would you show me something like <laughs> I was like, yeah. It just won't for me. And I, you know, I don't get mad for people who enjoy it or who say it's the best thing since sliced cake, but you know, it just wasn't for me. I though. mean, it's it's the type of movie where if you like quote unquote that type of acting is right up, you know, around your wheelhouse and at the same time people like when Adam Sandler shows off that he can actually act when he wants to. Oh, no doubt and, about that. But I'm watching this movie, I'm like, nobody's likable. Nobody. Everybody's shouting. Yes, everybody. And everybody's just aggravating. It's like, it's just wild. It's like, why am I? I ain't room for Adam Sandler. Although the ending kind of cracked me up. It was like, <laughs> you thinking? That may one the bets. They got clipped. What the fuck? Because sometimes that's how it really go. And it's just funny where it's like, it's 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 basically family doing it. Ooh, and also, yeah. you got to keep in mind that it's like, you know, it's hard to watch this movie now because I remember when it came out, how everybody felt about Julia Fox. And now I know... And, how they used to feel about Julia Fox then is not how they look at her now. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you date Kanye West and act weird. Unfortunately. <sighs> the not less we can say about it, the better. Yeah, and it's just funny. Like, y'all know how y'all get around white women that eat carbs. Y'all rolls. Y'all, I'm like, yes, she she has curves. I'm like, uh, y'all been y'all been doing like y'all it's I don't know when that became a thing. I want to say what? Um, Mad Men, Christina Hendricks. Like people just mm. lose their mind. Like, like when white women are allowed to be curvy again, because white women used to be curvy all the damn time about thought nothing. And it was like Haley Atwell was in Captain America, looking the way she looked, and we was just fine with it. But I don't know what happened. Where it's like y'all saw a white woman with curves, like oh my, you see that? Because even Succession, they have an actress there. It's the same thing. It's like y'all. Soon as a woman needs some oatmeal. <laughs> I just y'all y'all can't help yourselves, and it's just like you know that's that's the thing. We just objectify. We still objectify when we just try to be classy about it. But no, I'm trying to think about the next because Netflix got a lot of stuff out, and I'm caught up on my shows more or less. Uh, even though um, stars like raising uh, raising Kane and Kane back, I just put a whole bunch of shit up there the, the other day. So I put uh, dragged across concrete up there. I put a. Uh... You know, it's a long, you know it's a long movie, right? Yeah, I'm not rushing through it. I put Lucy up there because I, I I watched it before, but certain stuff I don't remember. You're the second person to bring up Lucy this week. One of my coworkers asked me if I saw it before because I guess it's on Netflix. Now. Yeah. I saw I'm like, I can't believe that movie made all that damn money because that movie makes no, like, yeah. I know. She turned to a computer. She turned to a... She, she Is that what happened? A, she turned to a damn... Um, <laughs> Flash... Uh, a USB key drive. Yeah, I couldn't yes. remember. That's why I wanted to watch it. But yeah. now that you told me that, I couldn't. Uh huh. Because she could want to want to bag the drugs, burst open her system, and she burst the turn. Uh, and then I, that part I do remember. But yeah, I got a whole bunch of shit I put up in the yeah. queue. Um, but no, I'm because it's funny where I want to watch. I don't know if I want to watch the original stuff or if I want to watch some stuff I hadn't seen. But it's like I'm at that point now where like I want to catch movies because it's like it ain't been a lot of movies. I've been rushing to see the movie theater. Lately, and it's like beside Aquaman, anything else? Like, I wait because I mean, even be to be perfectly honest, Silent Night, all the I don't go into my review. All the reviews is like if it, if it wasn't John Woo doing it, we'd be calling it trash. Ooh, that ain't good. 
But like, cause it's John Woo, we kind of giving it like agency when we shouldn't. Cause I was curious about it, and it's like I don't know if I want to see John Woo. You don't got this fastball, but at the same time, it's like I don't. It's hard to judge something that you haven't seen. I already know from seeing up about Godzilla that I want to go see it, but uh, we'll see. But I might do that. Pop up the Netflix queue, see what's showing up in there, see how they waste, see how they spending my money. <laughs> anyway, really nothing on. Yeah, TV. We, it ain't gonna. We talked before the movie play, so we ain't gonna talk too much. Yeah. This. Uh, nothing really else to talk about. Uh, I don't. Oh, think. it is one more thing. One more and thing. You talk about your Vikings. Like we need to talk about. Yeah, we go. Tim- and you're, t- you're talking about your Timberwolves. Hey, man. Timberwolves, the Minnesota Timberwolves are we're good. <laughs> we're actually a good team. Um, How does that make you feel? Different. Because I was always, I mean, I haven't felt this feeling since, what, 2001? Or 2002. What's the year that year we went to the playoffs? Had a deep run. Oh, you mean Garnett? Garnett, Sprewell, I think. Sprewell, yeah. Sam Cassell. Yeah. yeah. So Sam I have Cassell di- get, Sam Cassell don't get hurt. This is that's what I always man. say. We it's mm-hmm. a different different conversation, but shit happens. It feels yeah. good. Like we playing good. It seemed like as far as a team, didn't much change, and everybody's playing. You know, playing well together. Rudy Gobert got healthy. Anthony Edwards yeah. took a leap. Yeah, Anthony Edwards took a leap, and I think we've we've taken a, a load off of Cat. So. The big per. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> so without that, you know, this your team, this your team. You got to take us all the way. I think it's a little more, you know, he can be a little more lax and, like, just do what he do and seem like he's playing. Like, Anthony Edwards, like, I did. He's just a dog. So it is what it is with him. Yeah, but I like it. I like it. It's helped me a basketball player that's built like a football player but yeah. can actually play like a basketball player. Yeah. Also, like, too, that Rudy is – yeah, well, no matter what you say about Rudy, the defensively, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard playing up against him. Mm-hmm. So I like I, that's the whole thing. I always it's good to see Minnesota doing their thing because it's been a long time and they deserve it. It's me being weird as a Sixer fan because it's like we're real good, but we're under the radar because everybody focuses on Boston, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and it's just funny where it's kind of like everybody focuses on the Eagles right now. So nobody really paying attention to the Sixers and, and come to the Sixers, everybody like it don't matter until we get to the playoffs. And that's the point. That's where we reach now. Like I'm people are afraid to think this year is different because so many years have ended the same way. And I'm like, if you're gonna be that way, don't waste why are you bothering watching? And that's the beautiful thing what I like about us. Ain't nobody saying shit. And I wanna I I know eventually they will if we keep winning, eventually, you know, the talk's gonna start. But I like it right now. Like, you know, we just winning. Nobody's saying nothing other than that big fight that happened where uh, Gobert almost lost his life. We do it all right. Oh, my God. You want to talk about it? We're going to end with this. I don't know if it's true or not, but I hope it is. Michael Jackson and Prince were at a James Brown concert in 1983. Yes. James called up Michael Myth forms to sing. Mm-hmm. Michael says that Prince be brought up as well, knowing Prince was high. Prince embarrassed himself, then tried to run Michael over in a parking lot. Now I've seen footage of that, I believe, but I don't know. Not not footage of what you just told me, but I think of that event that they were at for James Brown. Now all that other shit, I don't know. Yes, you know what? 
I could see that, and you gotta keep in mind how much drugs was back then. And also, it's like you gotta keep in mind one Prince is one of the most talented musicians who has ever lived. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, even if he did, like, now you count the singing part, like, talking about who one of the best guitar. Like, you know how good you gotta be. Like, imagine if Michael Jordan was also an all star in baseball. Right. Like Prince is like Prince is Prince and he's like one of the best guitar players of all time exclude and he did everything else. Like it's cheap. And Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. People forget like Michael Jackson from the hood <laughs> that grew up with an uh, evil daddy. Yes. Like y'all, y'all think about that's so, like we're of an age where you people think about Michael Jackson like weird Michael Jackson. I remember 80s Michael Jackson. Like, it's a reason, like, you see, like, you ever had that joke about how Michael Jackson, like, he, he asked for beats from the Neptunes, and he didn't, like, the Neptunes were doing beats that Justin Timberlake did, and Michael Jackson's like, no, I want them beats he was giving the clips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, yes. Like, that is Michael Jackson. And it's just fun. I just, boy, Twitter would have been in great. Twitter would have been blowing up seeing them days. Like, Michael Jackson, Prince Beacon. It's always it's always super interesting when you go back and look, especially at Michael Jackson's like what he was. I mean, which he still is. Now he's not here with us no more. But how people still revere him and talk about him, and then when people are like, well, you know, somebody's reaching Michael Jackson status. Do y'all yeah. know what y'all saying when y'all saying that, or y'all just saying shit? Because I think some of y'all just saying shit. No, and it's funny where it's just. They kept having interactions like Michael Jackson Prince is like, yeah, uh, Rick James like Michael Jackson like Prince because Prince didn't get my autograph. So, so Rick James inspired Mike to up his game. Like, they, kept, <laughs> they kept having beef. Yeah, or yeah, I guess you know, one of them was I mean, in one. It ain't that surprised because we remember like we had. It's funny like you knew Monica and Brandy had beef, but you yeah, never really knew yeah. why. I mean, I like, used to hear stuff like that. Like, what they say, Kim, Kim and Foxy, you knew two bad bitches. Most of the time, I'm not going to get along. So, and that's what you had there. Which is wild, because now they do. Yeah, I think that's just like overtime, age, and the fuck was you really beefing about? And also, you got to see, like, it's a thing where women should be, like, I think women have embraced the whole thing. It's like, let's not have men divide us just for their own entertainment. Because that's that's clearly what was happening. Yeah, and like, because it's like, leave it this way. Cardi being Megan Asanya being friends would not have happened in the nineties. I don't know because I'm just the only reason I'm saying I don't know is because Cardi seemed like she got that spirit of if you fuck with me I fuck with you. So what? What they got to do? With, they ain't got nothing to do with them. This the system wouldn't have let them. Eh. Uh, I mean, what, I, what, I, I, what I, women? What women rappers that were hot got along? Missy got along with everybody. Beyond that. Who was this cool? Like none of them. They was all kind of like I do my thing. Latifah fuck with a lot. Fuck with a lot of folks. That's early nineties. I ain't talking. Okay. About, that's like late eighties, early nineties. I'm talking about once Kim and Foxy became a thing. I that mean, era. during that time, I yeah. I mean, I can't really see it because even when Eve came along, it was more like, well, you know, she, you know, it just it, yeah, it, it, right. it got muddy. She was that rough, rough rider. No, no, no. Shit. What I'm saying is when she came along, and even if she would get close to somebody, it was like. Oh, rumors of dissension between her and whoever. Uh, oh, she was talking about somebody. It's just I like, heard, you know. I heard Eve was talking about Trina. 
Yeah, like it's just like huh? stuff like that. And it's funny where the common denominator when they all got along was Missy Elliott because everybody liked Missy Elliott. Oh, yeah, that's so, like she could like, get yeah, people. I, I get on Missy, like it's funny where it's like I get on Missy track because nobody got beef with Missy because we won't like you dislike Missy Elliott, then something, something wrong with you. Yeah, it's ladies' night, she got a popping, and it's just but no, it's like I like how now women get along because women didn't always get along because it's like. It may not all time. Cause I think I think Mariah and Whitney Houston was cool. Yeah, but you but never I cool. I don't know if it was cool all the time. Yeah, though. you never really could how that relationship worked. It seemed like it was cool, uh, then beef, then cool again. Yeah, because it's like you know they both because people be forgetting like because Mariah Carey looked the way she looked that she is hood that she is a hood rat. Oh, 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 oh. no, 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 <laughs> Mariah and Nikki, boy, they, that played out on TV. I'm like, oh boy. Forgot about that, did you? I, I'm not surprised because Nicki Minaj is cool with you as long as you acknowledge that she is Nicki Minaj and Mariah Carey, the type of person where it's like, uh, are you know what? <laughs> do you know how? I, do you know who I am? I have a, a, a month. All I gotta have is December, and I'm good. <laughs> and it's funny where we we accept that with Mariah Carey now, but if you grew up listening to Mariah Carey when she first came out. And you see Mariah Carey now, it's like, that's the same person. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, we just, you know, y'all hit her in her little glass cage thinking, oh, she's this exotic seat songstress. Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey is a hood rat that just happened to look the way she looks. Because guess what? Y'all can, as soon as she was there to do stuff, who she, she ain't just doing rap. I'm doing rap with Old Dirty Bastard. Old Dirty Bastard in movie and Rockefeller movies. I'm like, and I'm okay. I'm doing songs with Cam. Like I'm doing hood shit with hood people. It's different. Like I'm doing a song with Puff Daddy, and I'm doing a song with Cameron. Like I'm doing, I'm on a, I'm doing a, I'm on a Freeway album. <laughs> like no, it is, it is levels to this. So, but yeah, it's like funny. Like you come to old man club and listen to like rap. Like back in the day, used to be like this way. And now it's that, and we can end up because I don't think we talked about on air. You you listen to Andre 3000. Yeah, let's do it. How was it? Uh, for me, it was a. I don't know. I still don't have no really like clear thoughts. I do know the second go around when I listened to it, I was cleaning. And it was just like, cool. I just had it on. I was cleaning around the house. I did smoke a joint to it. So it was just like, a cool vibe in music. Like, you know what I mean? It's not nothing. How can I say it? For somebody that was in his position to come out with something like that. Yeah, it was kind of like eye-opening or shocking. But, I mean, for that, yeah, he can play a motherfucking flute. I tell you that much. So, I give him credit. He said he was doing a lot of different things. I think playing some more instruments on the album. But, it's a cool album. Like I, th- like I said, I think you can meditate, do yoga. You know what I mean? Clean the house, go to sleep to it. You know, that's about it. I don't hate it. I would be. I will listen to it again. And it's funny when I heard that most people say that, and then who was it? Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, he, he rapped over. He rapped over it. And then I saw some people talking about you know, um, Audrey Three Thousand kind of lost opportunities to rap. I'm like, y'all missed the point. He don't want to rap no more. Yeah, and I saw and he Wayne. Told y'all that y'all like, yeah, but I don't care. It's like y'all proving his point. Like I get, I saw the interview where Wayne was saying, you know, it kind of disappointed him hearing that from him. But I'm like, 
right. I know a lot of us are disappointed because I'm a big Andre 3000 fan. But the point is, is that he felt like he had nothing to stay. He felt like that nobody wanted to hear. Guess where he was at? Mentally, like, all right, y'all really want to hear me rapping about a colonoscopy? No, nah, all you're going to have is jokes for it. He know how y'all get down out there. He know what y'all say out there too. Oh, because I know how y'all was talking about Jay-Z and him still putting out albums. So, and Nas. So, like the younger generation may not check for it, but there's an audience out there that I think would have enjoyed hearing Andre rap, but he didn't want to. And y'all got to respect that. He wanted to do something else. That's cool. Yes, I saw that dirt. I saw that dirt clip. I actually watched watched it. That man man used to show up with a take-home plate. The game. Everything makes sense when I saw that too. There, it's like when they like this whole thing. When they like you, they really like you. They yeah, don't, they don't. He got that Bret Hart energy, so they understand. Mm-hmm. It's like, like who didn't like Little Kim and Foxy Brown back then? It's like a lot of people. <laughs> a lot. Uh, so, like it's funny where you just hear that, and it's like, oh, of course you see Mary too. But it's still wild because you, for people who don't know, if you saw Dirk Nowitzki, you didn't know nothing about him, and he said that. That's like. This big Jeremy know about Lil' Kim. And it's like, yes, people forget how universal rap is. And it's just amazing when you see who certain people dating, certain people marry, and some people got chemistry around. It's like, oh, I didn't know they roll like that. And it's like, what's, I call Robert, you know, Robert Nero, like, people know, you know, Bobby got a type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He got a type since the 70s. Yeah. And it's like when people got a like when people got a type, they got a type. But it's like funny where you wouldn't necessarily guess what people had a type. But um it it's rappers, like you had a certain like I get where I three thousand came from because it's just a funny thing. We can wrap up with this. Like he said, you know, rap about old like Nas found a great balance of kind of like Mm-hmm. He rap about old stuff was relatable and he don't come off as preachy. He just come off, he come off as like, you know what? I'm nice. I can just put out good music and I don't gotta prove nothing and I just get my flowers. Like he lasted long enough where just him just doing his thing is enough for everybody, like, oh shit, Nas is the man. Cause it's like the fact that he started at such a young age and he's been on it for such a long time and he had a long career and he's still relevant where he could put out an album and they get nominated for a Grammy and people listen to it and he, go, and he still goes on tour mm-hmm. and people spend money to see him because who else in his, who else in his age range can say all of that that's still like actively working on that's a consistent true. basis like nobody nobody because Jay-Z is like Jay-Z might Jay-Z ain't come on a little album again Days pay he don't need like he might come on a song here and there, but them days pay he he rich, he's he's a wealthy man, he, and it's it's like Jay Z will always be Jay Z, but Jay Z's got to the point where it's like he ain't, he ain't relatable no more, but he don't need to be. Why should he be? Like we we gonna rap off the streets? <laughs> he wealthy and old. Them days pass. Like it's nothing. Well, he's reached that point. All the other people that age range. Or like they acting or they old. Like, you know, Ice Cube ain't Ice Cube don't rap no more. Snoop Dogg don't like Snoop Dogg don't really need to do music anymore as part of his life. Like he's he's an institution. Yeah. He's Snoop Dogg. And like even somebody like 50 Cent, like 50 Cent will go on tour and can still sell out. Cause it's like people forget how famous 50 Cent 
was at its peak and how famous 50 Cent is now. But if 50 Cent dropped the album, ain't nobody going to be in a rush to listen to it. But you know, also, too, the way that tells me about Andre, we know he still got it because he's been featured on albums, do, on songs. Do we, do we know? Have you listened to some of the features he was on? Like that one? I mean, feature is one thing. No, no, listen. I'm, no, 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 no. You're missing my point. You're taking my, we, we, you no, take what I'm saying wrong. No, you said because you heard him on features. What I'm saying is basically this. He said he wanted to come out with a rap album, but it, you know, just didn't happen. He can't, you know, can't come together. Features is a little different. One song, oh yeah, I could put 16 bars on that. Mm-hmm. That's different. For him to put out a complete solo album, no big boy, or maybe you know you get a couple of features here and there. Who knows? I don't know. He, I, nothing could just, you know what I mean? Because I feel like you'd, you'd be I, disappointed. Trust me. Oh, I don't know if I'd be disappointed or not. Because I'm a, I'm, I am a, I am a Lupe Fiasco head who would never tell you he put out any bad album. Yeah, and I'm probably lying to my, I'm, you know, I'm lying somewhere, but that's just you know how much I enjoy his, you know, music. Yes, but that's because Lupe Fiasco still believes that he's he's still doing his music. He still believes in himself. Andre, if you don't believe in yourself, then how you gonna put an album out that other people gonna believe in? I don't know if he don't believe in himself or not. He said it. What you mean? So you call him a liar? I'm not calling him a liar. What I'm saying is, I think he know personally. I think he know he can still rap, but can he put out? Because I feel like, all right, put it this way. When you did the Outcast album, you had Dre, you had Big Boy. You had a combination of guys putting it together, an album, a complete album, a complete vision. When you by yourself, it's a little different. And they already say he got that weird, uh, not even weird, but he has some type of like disorder. I can't remember what it is, but it's something about like, I can't remember what it is, but he has a fear of, I guess, like putting out his work and, you know, maybe people rejecting it. So maybe he can't handle it if you put it out. I don't know. I mean, but you put out this and people seem to be receptive to it. Yes, because he's doing something that he actually feels like he can do, that he feels comfortable in. That's 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 why. Eh, I mean, it, 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 at this point, I, <laughs> just go back and listen to the outcast. Yeah, that's what you should Yeah, do. that's all I can tell you. I mean, just... You know, enjoy what he, the work that he did put out. Because some of y'all back out like he ain't never put out a rap out before. It's just, just yeah. kind of annoying. I would just tell people it's kind of like believe people when they tell you how, how things are because, or based on their actions. Why, like, you know, I'll keep waiting on Rihanna to come out with an album. It's like, I'm not saying she never will, but I wouldn't be surprised if she never do. Because for what? She's enjoying life. She's wealthy. She still got her old music. So for what? She's at a point now where if it's bad, y'all gonna judge her. And if it's good, like, is it gonna be as well received as her, her last one? Like, it's because her and Beyonce are not the same people. Like, Beyonce is a workaholic. Beyonce is a perfectionist. So Beyonce don't man, don't mind taking experiments. So it may not hit the way you think, but it might hit in a different way because that's what she do when she's been doing it. Rihanna chilling. Rihanna. You know, I'm, I got family. I got fifty. I got money. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm going like it was a certain part. It's like you know, think about this way. You see how Megan work? Mm-hmm. You see how Cardi B work? Yeah. Knows the difference? <laughs> it's the reason for that. Like yeah. Megan doing it. You know, Megan seemed like I'm I'm a hooper. 
I'm like Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. um, Cardi B, like Kevin Nash. Like, uh, is the money? Uh, the money. Everything about her screen hustle. I'm doing what I want to do, but it's a business. I'm hustling. You know, I'm doing my whole thing. I know because it's kind of like, especially if you had this great album that people didn't expect. That's the worst thing to deal with. But you know, un- great expectations. Like it's great we don't have any expectations. When you gotta meet up with them, it's like, eh, I don't know if I still got it like that. And people gonna look at me different if I don't. But long, I, I can like it's like the Andre three thousand thing. I can drop a hit here and there. I can jump. I can use sixteen bars every once a month, once in two months. Because mm. the way because music's changed this way too, where it's like people used to take breaks. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Like you would get a what well, here it is. I don't want to put Michael Jackson in, but you would get a Michael Jackson album, right? You would get what? Uh Thriller. Shit. Bad didn't come out for how long? I mean, every maybe like eight, like, seven, eight years. Like every, well, I don't go that long, but let's see. We better look it up then. Yeah. Cause I want to say normally seem like the breaks was like every three years. So Thriller came out in 1982. Mm-hmm. And then um 18 greatest hits, my farewell summer, looking back to yesterday. All these compilation albums. Um yeah, bad came out 80, 87. Okay, so I was wrong. Five years. Yeah. Still so a long like, as time. But like it's like a lot of anthology yeah. stuff. But like, yeah, it seemed like every four to five years you come out with stuff and it's like Michael Jackson. But like even when you a rapper, it was like it's it was normally every two to three years. Every three All right, years. You know what? Let's hold sometimes on. it's like if you with some people like Dre is like you get what you get. So <laughs> so Nas Illmatic came out in nineteen ninety four. So it was written was next. Yep, it was written came out two years later. Yeah, that's nineteen ninety six. Every two to three years. Now it's like you get two to three a year. It's like you gotta understand, like Kendrick Lamar is the exception. Yeah, because he like when he, I he drops stuff how people used to drop. Like, when I when I feel it and when I finish with it, then y'all get it. <laughs> Until then, it is what it is. And, 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 like it's funny where like imagine you a Sardé fan. Oh my God! Can you yo or a or a D'Angelo fan? And I'm a Sardé fan, so it's like okay, <laughs> all right. Like, oh yeah, I went to work. It, it is what it is. <laughs> you just gotta enjoy y'all, what she y'all, put out. Y'all, y'all thinking we playing. Um, like here was the time. Like it because 80s, it was like, you know, 84, 85, 88. Notice how the gaps keep getting longer and longer. Mm-hmm. 92, 2000, 2010. So she had three albums. They had three albums between 84 and 88 and three albums between 1992 and 2010. So imagine you was getting three albums in four years and then you got three albums in 18 years. Yeah. Mm. And you and it's that's because guess what? You, now you like Shadek? I was the Angelo fan. Oh, me too. You know, you know how. Think about how frustrating that is. <laughs> 95, 2000, 2014. Okay, I only listened to Brown Sugar for so many times. <laughs> yeah. 
And I try to listen to Black Messiah. It's like, I don't even hear. I can't make out what he even saying. It's so much deep. It's a lot of Tom Hardy going on in that last D'Angelo album. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> and it's just like, he's somebody where it's like, he, he can rap over D'Angelo. Cause like, you know, some people like, some people seem to like, like being famous. He do not seem, he don't see is not that type. No. And I love that. Hate, he's in the hate thing. And I love that joke that they had in, uh, what was it? Uh, Atlanta. Where yo, we gonna see Atlanta, you know, basically, you know, like where the fuck is D'Angelo? <laughs> what he be doing? Still in. I guess so. Or, or dealing with stuff because you, you know, everybody talking about that untitled video. He's like, that's all y'all wanted. Like, you know how hard it is to get in shape? Talking about take the shirt off. I'm like, I can yo, play seven instruments. Let me tell you something. I saw when pictures, this is when social media wasn't a baby, but you know, it was active. And those pictures came out and he was a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. Didn't have that same physique that he had in that video. And man, I could, yeah, I'd be like, you know what? Nah, this ain't this ain't for me. I'm done. This ain't for he me. Following this period, D'Angelo became increasingly uncomfortable with his growing status as sex civil, followed by numerous personal struggles, including alcoholism, which resulted in limited musical output for several years. Yes. Oh, I forgot he did a song for Red Dead Redemption, too. Yeah, I wouldn't be. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, where it's kind of like it's it's just hard. Some people just want to work and go home. Some people just want to be famous, and that's what and I it's try. Like to- you know, we did Rush Hour too, and it's like Chris Tucker is like, where Chris Tucker chilling? If Chris Tucker wanted to work, he'd work. He didn't want to work. Do you know? He need to work. And that's what I try to tell folks too about uh, y'all. Got to stop getting mad at uh, wrestlers that. Just not into that shit that y'all like the way y'all love it. Some of them don't love it that way. And it's just the facts. Work. It's a job. Some of it's a job for them, a J O B. They may love the job, but it's still a job to them. So they not investing with Lesnar's There's perfect example. There you go. Y'all popping out like, of a trash can at four in the morning. Yo, what type of energy you think you're going to get? It says a lot that it wasn't until recently that Brock Lesnar is, is happy. Yeah, genuine. Like that last one was like, I'm just having fun. You know mm-hmm. how long it took for him to get that? Yes, like, sir. I'm just here having fun. I'm wearing a hat on. I'm doing goofy shit. It's like when he enjoying himself, that man wrestles his ass off. But it's like, it's a job. Pay me the right way. Make it make sense not do it. It ain't this whole, I grew up wanting to do this. It's different where it's like, I do it because I'm good at it compared to I grew up like, I watched it going on. Like Brock Lesnar could have did whatever. Like if Brock Lesnar really wanted to play football, He'd probably been a, he'd probably be a pro bowl defensive tackle if he really wanted to do that, which is wild to think about. It ain't us being saying hyperbole. Like that man almost made a practice squad. He ain't played football since what high school. He almost made the practice squad for the Vikings. Like that man was on Madden. He, he wasn't good on Madden, but the fact that he was actually on Madden is like it's, and that's fine because it's funny how. We get a lot of people got jobs that they don't like doing. They go to work for it to pay the bills, and that's it. They don't be dreaming about their job. They don't be lusting. They say, oh, I just need my job to fund my income, my lifestyle. But when it comes to sports and entertainment, all of a sudden it's like, why are you doing that? Why, how come you don't love the game? How come you don't love your job? Right? It'll like, be a lot of man motherfuckers between my I mean, yo, y'all hate your job like that? Yeah, y'all hate eating a sandwich. 
That's why I know it's time for us to go. But it's like, and, and think about that way. A lot of y'all doing the jobs because they pay the bills, and the jobs don't even pay that much. Man, mm-hmm. job, man, like you trying to tell me, oh, such and such only played bad. Like they go, but Ben Simmons don't really like basketball. He only did it because he was tall good at it. You know how much money he made doing that? Gosh, shit, I guess what? If I was good at hockey, I would not have to like hockey. I could I play hockey even though I hate ice and snow. Let me be good at it. How much I could pay what? Do it for how many years? I do that in a heartbeat. You only you only did that because he's tall. Where else you gonna make that amount of money being tall? You gonna pretend to be the predator? What you wanna do? Work at a calling service? You six you six foot ten. Hey, talking about some hello. Yeah, like, come on now. Boy, you gonna make a second deal. Oh, I only made I only made four million dollars. Like what other job you gonna make to make four to ten million dollars, twenty million dollars just because of the stats of your height? Like, what are we talking about? Like y'all whatever. But yeah, give y'all give them the information because y'all y'all be irking with y'all hypocrisy and nonsense. Look, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow Shahid at Philly underscore drugs. You can follow me at Jeff versus the world. Also, when y'all listen to the show, leave your reviews. Stop playing with me, man. I tell y'all that all the time. Leave your reviews on Apple. Leave your reviews. Wherever you listen to us, leave a review. It helps us out. Gets our name out there. Let a little more people listen to the show. Um, yeah. I that- got one last thing to say. We're going, uh, you know, the only comment I want to make about that Jonathan Majors is he need to stop dressed like Dark Man. He pissing y'all. <laughs> You put that shit in that house or not. I was like, why does he have a dark man fit? He always dressing like he in a period piece movie. So, and I see I don't, that's the whole thing. I don't want to dig too much in details, but it's nothing that come out that don't make him seem at the very least ridiculous. Why don't you follow it? You're going to tell a white woman to follow the example of Coretta Scott King? The, like, I, I want to hope to God that's fake. But that sounds too damn weird not to be fake. Now some you know, some stuff sounds so ridiculous it can't be real. Right. And then some stuff sounds so damn ridiculous. It's like, who would even make that up? Well, just Look, man, my man came in there. We would have known none of this stuff in the nineties. None. About a lot of shit. And that's what yeah. make me mad. Like I wish y'all would have stopped being some damn nosy and I wish social media yeah. never got so big. I did not, like I said, I'm not saying predators need to hide in plain sight, but it's some stuff I don't need. Like, if he did it, let him be prosecuted to full extent of the law. I don't need to be seeing this goofy shit. I don't need to be knowing about this. It's like, it for what? That that man's dressed like a damn Quaker. <laughs> and I see, you know, in a whole thing like this, I'm not going to comment him and Megan Good because they ain't none of my business. And I ain't judging her because it's none of my business. I would just frown my face because it's like. Tiffany said, the homie Tiffany, she said, she said she needed to tell him to go change sometimes. Because sometimes the shit he be wearing around her, like, what the fuck? The funny thing is she used to get slandered for tomorrow. Oh, she always out there with them saying tights and a cigarette. Oh, damn. How they used to talk about making good before she got married? Oh, they used to talk about her like she was a chicken head. It was just wild. Anytime she she looked too good, just be wearing them same black tights everywhere she go. I'm like, let her be comfortable. <laughs> like, it's just wild how people just talk about people in general, especially like how, I don't know why anybody would want to be famous. It doesn't seem fun at, at all. It doesn't seem fun. 
uh, you know, some people wear it just like I to see another picture of him. It's just he just looked. <laughs> it's just funny where I don't know what Marvel gonna do with him, but it's like I just I, it's, every time I see him, I just want to just shake my head. It's just the whole situation because it's just like well, me and you both know how the situation. <laughs> Never mind. All right, let's give, let me get out if I say something wrong. Anyway, <laughs> next week, uh, lethal, lethal weapon two. Until then, y'all be safe out there. Peace.